Hey there, Clicks fans. Welcome to episode 12 of Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your host, Hunter Smith. With me is just one man, but he's the most important man that we that's, have on the show. That's what I hear. His name is Drew Alderson. How's it going? Austin skipped out on us today. Yeah. He must got, have had more important things to do. I don't, I don't think moving, you know, qualifies over the most important podcast. In the world. In the world, honestly. In the world, Pinky. That's right. Um, Phil was going to be with us, but he injured himself pretty badly. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't yeah. say pretty badly. He hurt his foot pretty badly. He can't walk pretty much. It, when I say injured himself pretty badly, I like picture somebody like a car crash or something. It wasn't that bad. I think he like tripped or something. <laughs> he His foot's pretty swelled up, though. I saw a picture of it. Um, today we're going to be talking about DC named theme teams. A couple weeks back, we went over generic theme teams and the key pieces to pick up for cheap. Um, if you wanted to get into playing those theme teams. And today we're going to go over named theme teams, but we're just going to do DC because it would take forever to do DC and Marvel. So we'll do DC on this episode, and then in the future you can look forward to a Marvel episode as well. We'll also be talking about spoilers, including the first clicks that have been shown for the Arkham Origins set, and they're pretty dang sexy. Uh, Oh my god. Um, We'll be talking about the DC Villains books and... Drew and I are going to wrap on DC Constantine, which is one of his favorite uh, books right now. Yeah. <laughs> First, we'll go into some what we played. Um, we just played at the dugout yesterday. The uh, It was a special set of scenario rules that Austin made up, and I kind of helped him refine. And it's a special knockback format. Yeah. Um, basically, you cannot make ranged attacks except to throw objects. You cannot use Outwit, Perplex, TK, or Exploit Weakness. Uh, You can have them on your dial, you just can't use them in the game. And all damage that's caused from an attack causes knockback. Uh, The knockback damage is increased from walls and blocking instead of doing 1 does 2, and falling damage does 3 instead of 2. And whenever you get knocked back, your path doesn't stop when you hit a wall. You can continue to go back through multiple walls and then you tally up all the damage and then take it all at the same time. It's pretty fun. Um, and if you have super strength, you cause if you uh, possess it, you don't even have to be using an object. If you possess it, you do double the number of knockback squares. And uh, we had... It was, it was a blast. Yeah, it was a pretty good format, actually. Um, I brought some good maps for it and uh, I had some good luck hitting people through multiple walls and um, we also made it to where if you get hit, like say you're on level 1 and you get hit into the rim of level 2, you can go up onto the level 2 and continue your knockback. So there were a couple times where there'd be like a short little pedestal. I'd hit somebody up hard enough to make them go up and then fall down yep. and take the 3 damage. That happened a couple times. Um, it was a blast. What team did you play, Drew? Uh, I ended up playing some random... Team that I made up in my head. I used uh, I, I like made it on Friday, like the last minute, and it was uh, Superman from Superman, the the common one, you know, the one, the beast, the beast at three hundred or one fifty, one fifty. Either way is really good. Yeah, one fifty. He just gets so much bang for his buck. I mean, mm-hmm. pick up an object and you hit for like six or seven. Yeah, I think it's. I think he's six with a heavy, six, yeah. and he usually has that wit, but in this format, yeah, you can't use it. You can't use that wit in this format. So I used Sudasaro's bats. I used um, who did I use? I used Joe Fixit Gizmo. Joe Fixit because he can get people tokens when he throws objects. 
and he can do some damage up close. And he's not—he's got super strength, so he can knock people back. And he's actually pretty good. Um, Gizmo for objects, just to keep chucking him out there and keep beating up people with shit he brings over from. Him. He was feeding Joe Fixit some objects, he, tossing them around. Love Joe Fixit; he's good. I haven't used him yet, but you seem to like him a lot, and I'm gonna have to try him out. Yeah. Um. Who else? I can't even remember. Oh, Shatterstar. Oh, and um, Dead Man. Dead Man, yeah. Yeah, Shatterstar and Dead Man, who are a cute couple. <laughs> because Shatterstar can take Dead Man with him. And in this format, Dead Man can mind control because, you know, he doesn't need rage to do it. So right. he mind he can mind control people. And uh, I can't remember my last well, piece. And he also has the trait where yeah. he only takes one damage from melee, so he lives plus super senses. Plus super senses. So he's he was pretty good in this format. Yeah. I think that was it, wasn't it? No, there was one other. I just can't remember who it was. Jinx. Jinx for prob, obviously. Yeah. Super senses too, so she's actually pretty good at taking a beating. How'd you end up doing? I went two and one. Uh, I only lost to uh, Movie Hulk, who... I'm pretty sure, like, might be one of the top tier pieces in this, you know, format. Oh, for for this specific scenario, yeah, yeah. he's probably he's, one of the. You best. can't outwit his defense. You can't outwit his battle fear to mind control him and then go do anything with him. You just can't do anything. Let's see him. how many clicks of impervious that motherfucker. I think gets. he's got seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, and then he gets two invul and two toughness. Yeah. <laughs> and then a clicker region he's, just for him. He's pretty dang good. He has Battle Fury, his entire dial. Giant Reach. He's just too good. I mean... Full uh, full distance charge. Yeah, he's... Pretty nice. Um, <sighs> that's good. He went two and one. I also went two and one. Um, I played Superboy Prime at the cheaper point version, the 200 point version. Two of the common Iron Fist, because we can never get enough He's of him. He's so good. Well, I, I use him in this format because here my my line, my train of thought was people are going to get hit so hard, and they did. I mean, people are going to get hit so hard, they're basically going to always get one-shotted, so I want somebody who's really hard to hit. Yeah. Like, I want lots of small characters who are harder to hit, so I play two of those Iron Fists because top dial, they have 17 defense with reflexes and super senses. So they turned out to be my all stars, and they ignore characters on movement. That's so nice. like uh, when people try to tie me up with, uh, like Scott tried to tie me up with uh, Big Bertha, Big Bertha a couple yeah. times with plasticity and make me waste time on her. I was like, nope, I'll go I'll charge <laughs> whoever I want. It was like, damn. Um, I played them. I played the uh, Superman O twenty one from the anniversary set, the phone booth suits. Yep. And the main reason I was playing him, besides that I've, I've had him and I haven't got to try him out yet, I thought this would be a good time to try him out is because of his, his team ability, which was uh, Hyper Time. Oh. Whenever an opponent tries to move adjacent to him, the opponent has to roll a d6, and if they roll a 1 or 2, they can't move adjacent to him for that movement. They have to go somewhere else. And so if they try to charge him and he's by himself, and uh, I hit that roll, then they're kind of screwed. You know, they kind of waste yeah. an action. And that uh, that came in handy a lot, especially my first game. Um, I was using them. I was using 100-point Supergirl. No, she's good. Uh, the Fast Forces one, she's very good for uh, for her points, man. I think it was the Fast Forces one. Let me double-check. Yeah, she's sick for her. The only thing is, if, you, if she gets hit for one, she loses any yeah. move and attack. But, man, that top dial for 100 points... Pretty dang nice. It is, man. Um, I think that was it. Yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah, it was. And what I was doing was 
having Supergirl and the Superman stick together because that Superman has leadership and Supergirl doesn't have uh, Endom. And so he was leadership tokens off of her, and they would just carry the Iron Fist around. The Iron Fist would go tie up. And uh, I did good. I lost to a full-point Superboy Prime team that ended up winning the whole thing. Yeah. And um, there was ac- actually, I had a couple chances in, in, the, in our game to, to beat him. I had, he, had, he had the full Superboy Prime, two Alfreds, Gamora, and, uh, and a white suit Iron Fist. Or no, he had, I think he had the full points Iron Fist, which is also really good. And uh, I had two, two sh- um, ways that I had lined up to hit his full point Superboy Prime through four walls. <laughs> so he would have taken eight damage yeah, just from dude. that, plus the attack. So I would have one-shot him. First try, I line up. I only need to roll a four, and I rolled a three. I rolled a six, then he probed it, and I rolled a three. And then the second try was with Supergirl, and I only needed a five, I think, and I crit missed. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and from there on out, I got stomped. But, uh, you know, that's part of it. That's, that's Yeah, that's how it goes. how it goes, whatever. Uh, no big deal. Uh, it was a fun game, fun format. I had a blast playing. It was an enjoyable experience. So we'll have to try that again maybe next year. Maybe do that once a year. Um, Wednesday, I played at Game Preserve. The format was 500 points silver, and Phil would randomly assign your table a random battlefield condition. (laughs) And I played a detective theme team of Lieutenant Gordon, uh, Martian Manhunter from the anniversary set, the the alien-looking one. He's awesome. I played him at his cheaper point dial. Um, Hannibal King, who was a, amazing. He's a beast, man. Uh, let's see. I played the uh, the duo. Here's her higher duo. Um, space. Oh, Colleen Wing. Oh, I played her yeah. version because she has like charge blades and and uh, reflexes. Right. Um, I played a Batman. Which Batman? Oh, the strategy game Batman, the one that gets to pick a power at the beginning of the game. Uh, basically. You can give him any power that he doesn't possess on his damage or um, attack. Any attack or damage power that he doesn't already possess on his dial. Mm. It's a trait, and you choose that at the beginning of the game. He has perp, prob, and outwit, so you can't choose any of those. But, I mean, you got so many options. Um, I chose Psychic Blast the first game because I was playing against a hulked-out heroes team. One time I chose Close Combat Expert because I knew I was going to be dealing with a bunch of melee pieces. Um, I chose Shape Change one game just to make him harder to hit, and that came in really handy. He, his uh, attack power is really useful. In cap for free when he has no action tokens. That is pretty good. Uh, he was a lot of fun. He was pretty good. He He's definitely good, but he's not like the best Batman I've ever played or well, anything. Yeah. Um, There's just see. too many of them. I played the Arkham Asylum question, the really old, really good one. Oh, yeah, he's amazing. I think that was it. I'll double check while I'm talking about him, but I did pretty... Man, I was just off my game all night long, dude. I was rolling crappy. I was playing crappy. I ended up going 2-1, and one, I think, but, like, I yeah. lost the game I shouldn't have lost, and I was just... I don't know. I, it was just one of those days where you... I don't know. I was, like, just, like, daydreaming. Like, my yeah. brain wasn't... It had been a long day at work, and my, my head was not in it, and I would get my butt kicked left and right most of the time. But I still had a lot of fun. It was a fun format. The first Battlefield condition in my first game totally ruined me. 
the um, the whole point bet- behind, or not the whole point. The the point was I wanted to play some of these pieces, and I figured it'd be fun to play a detective theme because who's right. ever played a detective theme? And um, but what I was doing was using Lieutenant Gordon because his uh, his ability just has to be any keyword that he has, so uh, yes, all detective. the detectives would get to do it. So what I was doing was using Martian Manhunter and Hannibal, who are my two flyers. I would choose them with Lieutenant Gordon's thing, and they would carry the other two pieces up. Nice. So my whole team could move. Well, that would be nice, except for the first battlefield condition was on my first one? game was the one where no one can use flight. God. Or carry. That one sucks so um, bad. And he didn't have any flyers on his team. He was the Hulked Out Heroes. But uh, I ended up winning that game pretty he- pretty easily. That completely screwed you over, um, though. Yeah, it. I was like, I hope I do not get that one again, because that hurt me bad. The second and third time, I, I don't remember what they were, but one of, oh, one of them was, uh, my last game was whenever you roll a crit hit, mm-hmm. you remove a, let's see, you also get to remove a token from another friendly character or something like that. There's something special to his crit hits. And then the last one was really cool. Um, whenever your highest point, your current, so it can change throughout the game, when your current highest point character gets KO'd, you can clear a token off all cheaper characters on your team. Nice. Yeah. So we had to be careful about who we knocked out You know, on our opponent's yeah, teams. We didn't want to knock out their top piece. But it was a lot of fun. Um and then I played Fear Itself at Comic Book University a couple weeks ago. Um, I went 2-1. and one. I lost a nail-biter to Ricky in the first round. He had a ridiculous team, like the best sealed team you can get with uh, Wolverine and Fear Itself. He had the Jean Grey for TK. Oh, my gosh. He had Colossus, <sighs> and he had Tanneris. Well, yeah, that's going to win. Um, yeah. And uh, a Society Priest so that he could copy X-Men and heal up colossus and i didn't think i stood a chance but he ended up making the mistake of i I pulled shatterstar and i pulled gambit and both of them i've been wanting to play really bad but i really been wanting to play gambit and i it was one of those times where you you open your packs and you're like i have all these weird points and i can't combine them to make a good team without giving up a ton of points right and the only way that i could do it and not give up a ton of points, even with the Book of Skull, was to not play Gambit. And I was like, man, I really want to play Gambit, and I don't really care if I win tonight. I, I just want to play. So I was like, I'm going to play Gambit. So I ended up giving up like 20-some points Damn. just so I could play Gambit, but it was it was a blast. I It was worth He's it. He's so good, man. Um, I played Gambit. Let me think. Gambit and Shatterstar, and then a troll, uh, Asgardian Troll, and that's who Shatterstar was carrying around. Ooh. And what I would do was give Troll Scotty's hammer so he could exploit, have him pick up an object, and then Shatterstar would teleport him in, and the Troll would hit somebody for five exploits. That's really good. Well, Ricky made the mistake. I, I got in, and I hit Colossus pretty hard. And, um... Or Tanneris really hard, and had him on his, like, last click. <clears throat> and he made the mistake of leaving the Troll alive, and tried to he tried to break away and, and hit my main piece instead of finishing off the troll and so he failed his break yeah he failed his breakaway and the troll ended up killing um or pegging one of his guys again for three exploit like tearing through tanners who's hard to hit because he has shit and i was like he was like man i should have left that troll alive so anyways it came down to 
uh, I had Gambit and Monkey King alive, and he just had Tanneris, I think. Oh, Colossus. Oh, okay. And I had it all lined up to shoot him and uh, with Gambit to finish him off because my belt was on plus two Psychic Blast. And Gambit was lined up to take him out, and I crit missed. <laughs> but I've had some crappy yeah, luck man. lately. <laughs> so, anyways, I ended up I ended up doing really well uh, two and one. But my last game though was Gambit was all worth it. I managed to uh, do his special energy explosion. Oh god! Fifteen damage in one no. shot. Yeah, fifteen damage with that chucking object, <sighs> penetrating deal, and then that turns the book three times. Plus, I killed one of the guys. That's ridiculous. So it turned the book big time. Gambit was so fun. I can't wait to play him again. Uh, had a blast on Thursday, too. Uh, let's get into some news. We had news. some really cool Mage Knight pieces yes. spoiled this week. First off, we have the Skeleton Skullwalker. His, he's probably my favorite, for sure. He's a beast. He has a trait that when you give him a move action, after actions resolve, you place a hindering marker in its square, and that remains on the map until he until the Skullwalker no longer is in that square. He ignores it for movement purposes, and he has stealth. So basically, he carries his own stealth around with him. Yep. He also has a really badass team ability. All these Mage Knight team abilities have been so awesome. This one's called Mage Spawn. At the beginning of the game, you choose a friendly character with the highest point value to be this team's master. If a character using this team ability is within four of the master, when the master is given a move action, the character using this team ability may be given a move action as a free action. So you can move your minions with you for free. So it's uncopyable. That's just amazing. Uh, This little guy... So he has stealth for his first few clicks and toughness and exploit weakness. Uh, and then later in his dial, he turns into kind of a melee PC. Gets invincible for two clicks in the middle. Actually, he gets invincible with yeah. blades, claws, fangs with a one it, exploit. But. Yeah, he gets uh, blades, and then the last two clicks, he gets flurry. So I'm looking forward to playing that little guy. He's 55 points. He's. I'm, this whole set looks really cool to me. Oh, I accidentally exited. Out. <laughs> yeah, it's like we got one more. Uh, the whole set is looking really cool. I know, man. I'm, it's only, I think it's the end of October for this one. Is it the end? Thor comes out this coming Wednesday, and Mage Knight comes out at like the end. The other guy is pretty cool too, uh, Shift Ravager. He has improved movement, ignore elevated. His special attack power gives him poison and smoke cloud, always a good combo, with stealth. Um, his trade is when it's not your turn, lines of fire to him. Uh, are hindered when he occupies water terrain, and, and he has that stealth, so he's going to be stealthed whenever he's in water. Um, he has reflexes and exploit for the first few... He has reflexes full dial. Yeah. And uh, he has that poison, and then late dial he picks up poison again. So basically he's a poison moving up safely piece with exploit too, and he gets close combat expert. So... He's only 60 points, so him and the Skeleton are both play kind of similar. Move, slowly moving up on your team safely, trying to stay hidden while they move up. He actually moves through blocking. Moves through. Uh, oh, no, it's elevated. elevated. Yeah, but still, really good. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Uh, there was a Star Trek spoiler for the Columbia. Columbia. Uh, 50 points, has a special attack power, prop control, but only on its own close combat attacks. A six-range Federation ship, 
pretty bland. Uh, has charge, top dial, and then it gets plasticity and willpower and CC for the rest of the style. It's pretty. It's okay. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a, it exists. <laughs> it's there if you want to. If you really. The big thing everybody's excited oh, about. Oh, God, here we go. Arkham Origins. First spoilers, and they went all out with these first uh, they spoilers. They did not fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Deathstroke. You want to go after De- over Deathstroke? Oh my gosh. Else? All right, so Deathstroke has this ability, a trait, if you will. During your first tune, cho- choose an opposing character. He gets 50 additional victory points if they KO him. So it's, you know, keeping with the theme of Deathstroke and all his assassinness. Yeah. He starts on a. Uh, 10 charge, 11 white box, which uh, allows him to use incapacitate. When he does, he may also deal his printed damage value divided any way you choose among his hit targets. He's got a 5 range with double bolts, so that's actually pretty good. I mean, he's got a 4 He's got a four damage. On yeah, this plate. is more of a melee-based deathstroke. Yeah. I mean, he has charge, sidestep, flurry, blades. And he gets improved targeting, which ignores hindering. Yeah, it's, yeah. So he's, he's through stealth. He ignores everything when he moves. He's this. He's more combat, uh, close combat based than the other death strokes we've seen. He also gets a re- regeneration where he only subtracts one from the D six roll. So sick and but, toughness while he has yeah, that too. So, you, so he still has a little defense. Yeah. So one, two, three. Yeah, he goes back up to full click if he hits a six. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, flurry and blades he's for got, the last few clicks with perplex. Uh, wild card, Indom, 195 points. He's he's pretty expensive, but but I think I think he's worth his points. He's definitely he's definitely gonna be fun to play. Oh well, yeah, he's. I mean, he's a good alternative to the 85 Deathstrokes we have. You know, in the recent three months. You know, as much as I love Deathstroke, I have not played any of the modern Deathstrokes. Uh, Still haven't played. I got one. beat at Gen Con by the one from Teen Titans. He's pretty good. I that mean, one is probably the better of them. Definitely, but I still haven't played them yet. They're just so expensive; they're hard to fit on a team. And this one's the most expensive out of all. A two hundred point Deathstroke. He's got really good keywords, though. He's got Arkham Asylum. He's got uh, Gotham City Underworld. Could not be more happy about the Arkham Asylum and Gotham City Underworld, but especially Arkham Asylum. Man, love me some Arkham Asylum. He's overall, he's definitely a playable piece. I mean, the he is definitely a playable piece. The, but the one other I'm more one. excited about is Deadshot. <laughs> My dear lord. Deadshot's 150 wild card. 12 attacks starting out with wow. stealth and energy explosion. He has 8 range, 2 bolts. Uh, Indom, range combat expert. Sharpshooter. The hired assassin trait, same as Dead Deathstroke has. He, he KOs his target. He gets an additional 50 victory points. But he has a special prob as well. When he targets a single opposing character, so when you're RCing and you only get one bolt, yep. he can use prob control for that attack. So basically, you're always going to do both to your damage because you, you start got on that special 12. prob. Yeah. yeah. And Arkham Asylum keyword assassin and underworld. So sick. Here's why. Somebody was asking me why am I getting so psyched about this Deathstroke and Deadshot having Arkham Asylum keywords. For one, I love Arkham Asylum. It's one of exactly. my favorite. We both play Arkham Asylum a lot. Yeah. Here's the thing people aren't thinking about. He's a wild card. Yep. What team ability do most Arkham Asylum pieces have? Batman Bad, enemy. Batman enemy, yeah. What do they need? High <laughs> attack values to share. What does he start with? A 12. A 12. He's giving your Batman enemies a freaking 12. Suddenly Holiday Killer is a... <laughs> <laughs> him? Can you imagine him and Holiday Killer? Just yes! Sitting, like, gosh. 
You oh, could just play a bunch of crappy... They have the same range. They have the... Oh, my God. You, you could play a bunch of crappy false facers oh just to tie up while, while those two are just sniping from the freaking bushes. He also ignores hindering. hindering. So he can see through stealth. He's a boss, man. That's... He's definitely... How can you not get excited about that guy? If you weren't already, like, looking forward to this set, that piece I, right there... I gotta buy some of it now, you know? It's like... We also got the Batman, not officially, but it was spoiled on Twitter. F- he yeah, is 140. He has a trait. He can use end cap if he has... If he has KO'd an opposing character this game, when he uses end cap, he can also deal his printed damage value divided any way you choose among the hit targets. That's so pretty he, good. He's got the same thing uh, Deathstroke has, pretty much. Yeah, kind of. Uh, he has a attack power remote battering. This one's really good. When Batman makes a ranged combat attack, he can draw lines of fire from any square within his range and line of fire, but the target must be within the range of Batman. So they have to be within nice. his seven range. But basically he can do what Ricochet does, yeah. where he shoots and then goes at a different angle. Uh, later in his dial, he gets an explosive gel power, give him a free action and destroy an adjacent wall of uh, blocking. That's pretty cool. I mean, considering he does that in the game. Adjacent yeah. wall or blocking. Yeah, he's very. Uh, he has the remote battering and the explosive gel. Very flavorful. Uh, Batman Family Detective, Gotham City, Martial Artist, and a last one that I cannot read. A mystery keyword. I think it's pilot. It kind of looks like pilot, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he's pretty cool. He's pretty... He's, he's another Batman. <laughs> We've got so many of them. I do like how he has the powers like he has in the video game. Yeah. They did a good job with that. It's very nice on their part. Another little point of news I wanted to share with you guys. The Month 5 Fear Itself map, I don't know if everyone has played their Month 5 yet. You're probably going to be playing it this week, I assume, most people. Uh, The maps from the OP kit for Month 5 do not have starting zones printed on them. Uh, There's a post from one of the Oranges on Realms, and it says, It has come to our attention that the Pacific Ocean side of the map included with month 5 OP kit is missing a printed starting area for each player. So we want to specify that it will be squares C1 and C2 to N1 and N2. And on the other side it's C23 and C24 to N23 and N24. So any judges who want to set that up ahead of time or write that down so that when you play for yourself you can tell your players where to start or you can take a sharpie and draw it on there, whatever... Figured we'd share that with everybody before it comes up this weekend. Kind of give you a heads up. Kind of important. Um, just a tip this week. It's a pretty generic, simple one. But I want to talk about playing theme teams. Yep. Um, in that we definitely suggest playing theme teams. Number one, for fun factor. I think we play theme team like... 99% of the time. <laughs> just because just it's fun. I mean, we're playing a game with comic book characters. Yeah. You know, and we're trying to have a little fun and recreate these scenarios. Um, but really, the the best reason for playing a theme team, in my opinion, is getting that bonus to the map roll. Yeah. Because, like we've talked about on this podcast before, map roll is such a huge, huge advantage that people overlook. Um Map role is like an, an extra character on your team that you don't have to pay for. I feel bad every time I don't get that bonus, actually. Yeah, like, I mean, you can 
you can build your team and then pick a map that accentuates it. It's like Austin said that one time. It's like having a special, an, an extra character on your team that's helping your team for free. So uh, when you play a theme team, you're getting a plus one bonus to the map roll for each character that's on your team. Yeah. Um, uh, f- for now, they're talking. There's rumors that that might change in the future. Maybe not. Maybe take away the bonus to map roll. Don't know. Mm. We'll see. Um, but for now, you get that plus one for each character. Uh, you also get theme team probs, which are kind of a ghetto prob control. Pretty ghetto. Basically, you can give it one of your characters a action token so that they can use prob control uh, for your team. However, there's one important thing to note. Um, if you somehow... Let's say you build a um, Batman family team, right? Right. And you're using the the anniversary Batman, the con- the rookie one, that mm-hmm. will promote into the Black Lantern. And you're playing a, let's say, uh, we said Batman, okay, so we're playing a Batman family theme team. And you end up promoting that Batman into the Black Lantern. Mm-hmm. That Black Lantern Batman doesn't have the Batman family. Correct. You cannot give that ba- the Black Lantern Batman, if you promote into him, you can't give him an action token to do a theme, uh, a theme team prop control. He, whoever you're giving it to has to possess the keyword at the time. That does make sense. Um, so that's just an important thing to note. You you can prop his attack. He just can't be the one doing the prop control. Right. You also can't use theme team prop control if you already possess prop control currently on your dial as well. Basically preventing you from using prop twice in the same turn. Uh, so, play theme teams when you can. A for fun, B for map, and C for theme team or for prop control. They help. They really do. Uh, our main topic, as I said, DC named necessities. I couldn't, of course, go through every keyword the DC has because we'd be here forever. <laughs> There's so many. What I did was I picked the main ones whenever I would do searches for them. The main ones that had a lot of different options on their search results. Um, some of the. Like some keywords, only if they if a keyword only had like a dozen possibilities, then I'm not you know I'm not covering it, but I'm covering the big ones. First, we'll start off with the one we were just talking about, Arkham Asylum. Yes, uh, again, a quick reminder before we start: when I choose these, I'm choosing figures that are no more than twenty dollars, so that I can save you some change. And I'm also choosing figures that aren't necessarily like the absolute. Best, best beastly attacker piece that that exists for it. I'm picking these figures that not only are good but work well with the other pieces that have the keyword. That or they supply something that's hard to find with said keyword. A perfect example is Arkham Asylum uh, Calendar Man. Oh my god! Calendar Man gives you prop control and outwit and perplex, um, which is something that. Arkham Asylum sometimes lack. They lack a, sub, a dedicated support piece like that. Indeed. You may have a Joker who has Perplex every now and then, you know, or you may have um, a Two-Face who has per, a prop control I every now and like then, but, one, yeah. but Calendar Man gives you all of the support in one nicely packaged little, little figure. Uh, he's really cheap to play. He's really cheap to buy. He's only like two, three bucks. Yep. Um, I definitely recommend picking up uh, a Streets of Gotham Calendar Man. Another piece that people overlook, in my opinion, is the 
Hired Henchman, the common one from oh, the Batman yeah. set. He has the Arkham Asylum keyword. And he has two different dial options. One version uh, gives you wild card for your, your boss's team ability. But more importantly, it gives you support and a defend with a 14 defend. So what you can do with these guys, if you start them on the A dial, which is their support dial, uh, you... You support, and then you choose to give the figure that you're trying to support your 14 attack or uh, defense. So now you only need to roll a six to heal. Right. And uh, I just think there's not a whole lot of support pieces for Arkham Asylum. In fact, them and maybe I think one of the Poison Ivies gets it at some point. Uh, but, yeah, it's the No Man's Land one. Yeah, I would pick up a, a couple of hired henchmen. They're like 50 cents. Pick up a couple of these guys, whether you play them on that dial or whether you play them on their flurry dial. Yeah, uh, they're worth the points and a uh, nice little nice little tool to have in your Arkham Asylum toolbox. Another piece, one of your absolute favorites, Mister Drew. Oh, which one's that? Mister Freeze from Batman. Oh, he's so good. Uh, he is a super rare from Batman. He's a little more expensive. He's, he's like a, eighteen bucks. I was gonna say he's around the fifteen dollar to yeah. twenty dollar range. Um, I assume it's been a while since I've I've looked at one. He's, I imagine I'd he's say, like fifteen bucks. Yeah, I, I was gonna say about fifteen. Mr. Freeze is awesome. The he's, main reason he's on here is because not only is he a really good figure, but he's a very good ranged figure, which is kind of yeah. hard to find in Arkham Asylum. Uh, he has running shot and end cap with a trait. When he makes a ranged attack, modify his attack value by plus one for each target character, and he has three bolts, so you can get it up to three. Yep. Uh, he has a special damage power range combat expert. When he does, he can target multiple characters. So you can get, basically, he has a three damage. You can use RCE, give both to his damage, and then now with the trait, if you, you target get, three people, you're getting a 13 and a 5. Which is pretty damn good. <laughs> pretty damn good for a 118-point piece. Uh, the trick, the reason a lot of people use him is for his little trick, his attack power he gets later in the game. Barrier and end cap. When he uses barrier, give him plus three range, and after actions resolve, he can use end cap as a free action, targeting all opposing characters adjacent to the terrain markers with a close combat attack. Excuse me. So it's pretty. Good. I mean, I've played against him and had people like put down a barrier that covered like six of my figures and, yeah. and get a chance to end cap all six of them for free. He's pretty dang good. He's definitely the best uh, ranged ranged option that Arkham Asylum has. Uh, another one that you like a lot, Zeranaw. Oh, dude, he's great. He's an LE from Batman, 153 points. He is kind of the total package. He just, he's not a ranged attacker, but he's a very good close combat um, attacker and kind of support piece. Yep. He's a little expensive for Arkham Asylum. Definitely he's 153 is. points. But he has traded... Super strength and toughness, and traded prop control. Not only prop control, though, when he uses it, if the final attack result is a hit and doubles, you get to heal him of one damage. Which is pretty crazy. No matter whether you're, that was your opponent that did that attack or you did that attack. Uh, he has an attack power for most of his dial. He ignores other characters' stealth, and characters targeted by Batman of Zeranok cannot use Mastermind, Shape Change, or Super Senses for that action pretty boss actually. yeah and he has uh he has very high defense he has 17s and 18s with reflexes his pretty much his whole dial last two clicks he picks up flurry with the 12 attack three and four damage and then the rest of his dial he has like perplex and pro and uh outwits so like i said he's a good support piece 
He has traded prob and he has perpin out with throughout his dial. He's hard to hit. He doesn't have indom, but yeah, he's still name. really, really worth his points, man. He definitely is. Traded toughness and those high defense values, full dial, make him a boss. Plus the Batman ally, so he's going to be stealth and safe from range attacks. Him being able to see through stealth comes in handy on Arkham Asylum because no other piece, uh, Arkham Asylum piece, can do that as well. So that helps your team out a lot. He can see through to outwit or to yep. perplex down uh, somebody's defense or something. Uh, he's amazing. He's an LE. He's under ten bucks though. Yeah, he's not too expensive. The last one I just wanted to honorable mention um, was the new. Let's see if I can find them here. The new uh, dead shot that we were talking about. Oh yeah. Strictly because, like I said, twelve attack be- with uh, Batman uh, enemy. Being able to share the attack ability with the rest of your Batman guy, your Batman enemy. Sadly, guys. he's going to outclass Mr. Freeze as the best ranged attacker. True. But, I mean, if you're playing higher point value games and you want to play both. What about playing him and Mr. Freeze together? I know, that's what I was going to say. Give Mr. Freeze the 12 replacement. Yeah. Then Mr. Freeze gets the plus 3 attack, so he's a 15. <laughs> <laughs> you could give Mr. Freeze a 15 attack, 5 damage. Shot. Oh my gosh. Gosh, it would be nuts. Uh, yeah, so Deadshot looks like he'll probably be a useful Arkham Asylum piece as well later. Uh, Batman Family, one of the big important ones right now. I'm going to start off with the piece that I haven't seen a lot of other people play, and I've had I used him in two of my wins at No Man's Land at Comic Book University, and I love him. Streets of Gotham, Batman, the the O uh, thirteen. He has traded Perplex and Leadership, but only to target friendly characters with the same team ability or keyword. Yeah. Playing Batman family, I mean, they well, all have the same keyword. Yeah. Uh, he has charge, flight ability, and super strength with outwit on his top two clicks with an eleven attack. Pretty good. So he has a he's a good support piece with the leadership and the perplex and outwit for your team. But he also has charge with super strength. Uh, one of the few Batman with super strength. Sudasaros is like the only yeah, other one. That's the only other one. Yeah. And this guy has Indom too. And then his last three clicks, he picks up Flurry. With uh, reflex, he's a pretty hard to hit, like a 19 and then an 18, 18 with reflexes. So, pretty dang good piece. Uh, really good because, like that, like I said, that trait given the rest of your Batman family guys leadership yeah. and perplex. And he's only like two, three bucks. Very cheap piece to pick up. Big important one, Bat Cycle. One of the best pieces oh in the gosh. game right now. Yeah. Uh, piloted and autopiloted both ways. It's really good. It's going to run you about 15 bucks, most likely. Probably. Uh, but it is worth every penny, in my opinion. I've played it a few times. It's ridiculous. i played against it a few times. It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Definitely pick it up. Uh, it gives you some carry. There's not a lot of uh, flight in Batman Family. Yep. So this is one of the, way, one of the few ways you can carry around. Uh, most of the uh, pilot abilities go off of pieces with the Batman Family keyword. And it also gives free smoke cloud, which is going to come in handy for your Batman ally team ability pieces, which is like all of them with Batman family. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one I wanted to mention, he's ex- a little expensive too, probably about 15 to 20 bucks. The Bruce from Batman, the uh, the Hush Prime version. Oh, yeah. 95 points. A special support power. He can use outwit, shape change, and support. And when he uses support, don't subtract two from the D6 roll. That's really good. He's such an... Oh, 
pain in the ass. He has wild card, so he's going to copy Batman um, ally from your other guys. And he's going to be stealth. stealth. So he's stealthed with shape change. <laughs> and he's so hard to hit, and then even when you do hit him, like he can fight back. He can, he has blades. He has psychic blasts at one point. He's a, he gets reflexes and pretty high defense values. He's hard to hit, man. Oh, also, if no friendly characters on the map have the bad ally team ability, then he can use it as well. <laughs> he also his self ignore stuff. Yeah, that was the best. Um, so good. One of the few Batman family pieces that can that can do that. So I suggest picking him up as well. Fifteen to twenty bucks. Ninety five points is a little pricey, but. It's he, worth it. He's well worth it. I've played against. He's so. I've annoying. lost to that piece so many times. Yeah. Uh, no man's land, Batgirl. A piece oh that I had gosh, recommended to so you one good. time, and you used it, and she's you loved so it. So good. Sixty-seven points for charge, flurry, and plasticity. Top a uh, couple clicks. Then she picks up a special attack power once per turn. She can use force blast or end cap as a free action. When she does, target opposing characters don't take knockback damage or pushing damage from this use. But it's still a free... Still a free end cap. Yeah, I mean... You're still tying them up while she's beating the crap out of them. Yep. She has a 19 defense uh, top click from melee, and she has the Batman ally, so she's going to be stealth the whole time. So charge flurry with a 10 and a 3 for 67 points by itself it's is worth just... it. Then, not to mention the extra free end cap and free... Nightwing with boobs, cards. man. That's yeah. all there is to Nightwing it. Nightwing with boobs. Uh, let's see. Last piece. One of my favorite Batmans, if not my favorite Batman, is the anniversary common oh, Batman. Oh, God, he's so good. I've played him lots of times. He's 63 points, 12 attack top dial with end cap and uh, stealth and outwit. Basically, I usually give him the Justice League silver, which makes him a 13 attack. <laughs> and then I just set him, park his ass in, hindering, outwit, and uh, double end cap pieces yep. on their team while, just... while the rest of my Justice League pieces run around. Um, he can promote into the uh, Black Lantern Batman, but that Batman... I, uh, personally, I like this this Batman better myself. Yeah, he's a better... If you can keep him at range and safe from uh, retaliation, because he's he's naked on defense. He just has willpower. Yep. But he is stealthed. Uh, but if you can, I usually move up my close combat piece. Uh, there's a team that I've ran multiple times: him, Hawkman, Mera, and Aquaman. That's so and, good. And uh, I'll send Aquaman and Hawkman in to kind of beat the crap out of people, and then I'll move up back. Yeah, because I mean to outwit and look at and, this and guy. Cap because he goes down quick when you hit him. Yeah, he's this Batman, but he's got well power, so he's not. He doesn't take damage, but he starts with the twelve attack, three damage outwit. Leap climb. He's just gonna do stuff. He's sixty three points, man. Blue light special, man. Blue Value. light special. Value. Next is a uh, one of my favorite keywords to play: birds of prey. Ooh. We're gonna start off with the very obvious and very good choice of fast forces oracle. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, Fifty points, and the reason you're using her is her special defense power. Give her a power action. Choose another friendly character that shares a keyword with her and has no action tokens. That character is immediately given a move action as a free action with their speed value halved for this action. Using her and Barda together is just one of the most annoying things that you it's... can do in Heroclix. And you're getting your Barda across the entire map with that com- that accompanied with Boom Tube. Yeah, it's... She can go wherever she wants. Speaking of Barda, she's definitely on here as well. Uh, of course, that Fast Forces Oracle, you can get the whole Fast Forces for... Um, 
like 15 bucks. Yes. And if you want to play Birds of Prey, definitely buy the whole Fast Forces because there's some other good pieces in there that that also play off of Oracle, have traits that work, give them like plus one attack and stuff when they're with Oracle. Uh, Big Barda is only going to run you a couple bucks. She was a rare from Batman, and she is a freaking beast. Yeah, man. Everybody knows who she is by this point. If you played Batman Sealed, you know who Big yeah. is. <laughs> Prob- I'm trying to think, has there ever been a piece dominate sealed as strongly as I don't Marta think so um, maybe spiral I don't know though n- not as nearly bad I, I just feel like Barta really probably as far as since we've been playing as yeah. stores no piece has dominated their their sealed format like Barta has I can't think of anyone from Spider-Man I can't once per game give Big Barta a double power action to use phasing as if she had 12 speed after your actions resolve, you can give her a close combat or ranged combat action as a free action. So she can use her psychic blast on that, or she can use charge, or if she has the bat belt and she's on plus two flurry, she can freaking plus two flurry. In which case, you're playing sealed at no man's land, and they yeah. have the belt with them. And so that was a regular occurrence. I was never lucky enough to pull this stupid thing, but I always had to play against two or three every single uh, time. Prep time and... What I did like to do is I usually constructed once or twice on Birds of Prey teams. I like to wait and not boom two because yeah. at the beginning of the game everybody's expecting the boom two. Everyone's expecting. So they play all safe and they kind of set up their stuff. And then if you never boom two, she can already charge for five squares. <laughs> and if you're running Oracle, she's moving <laughs> she's five. Moving. She's charging for ten basically. Yeah, dude. Then once they hit you onto your flurry. Then boom tube over away from the guy who's beating you up over onto somebody beat up their Alfred or something yeah. like phase over flurry the crap out of somebody and now you're safe and that that piece has to move back in on you again. It's annoying. Uh, she also has a trait that makes her a lot harder to kill. Modify her defense value by plus one for each action token assigned. Which is to her. annoying as hell. What used to be a pain in the butt was after you. Boom to somebody. Now you have it's a double power action, so now you have a nineteen defense. <laughs> nineteen imperv. She's such a pain in the butt, man. Pick one up for a couple bucks. Uh she's worth it. If you're gonna play Bird's Prey, definitely gotta have one. Another piece that's only a couple bucks. Oh god, she's Common Dove. She's so good. Charge and exploit, and she replaces her damage value with the opposing character that she's hitting's damage value. So <laughs> The bigger the threat that you're hitting, the more damage you're dishing out to her. Uh, 10 and 11 attack. Um, a defense that has an 18 defend. Always useful. Mm-hmm. With super senses as well. Um, so if you're running her with Barda, she's giving that defend to Barda plus Barda's trait. You're getting Barda up to a 20. So good. Uh, this dove is... I, she has mystical keywords. She works good on mystical teams. I almost included her on our mystical... Uh, on our... Uh, yeah generic theme team she's really cheap too only a couple bucks and 86 points well well worth it lady blackhawk oh is useful God. she's also in the fast forces with uh, oracle yep she's not amazing um she's not a great attacker but the reason you want to use her is because of her uh, movement power it's a carry ability but when she uses it she can use flight and carry up to four characters with birds of prey or soldier she can carry friendly characters that have the Birds of Prey keyword regardless of their attack and speed symbols. So she can carry Barda mm-hmm. and Dove and whoever she wants. Uh, and when she does, she does not have or does not modify her value when she does the carry build either. So she's moving a full 10 squares. 
pretty dang. Everybody looks at this piece and you look at its powers and its numbers and you're like, meh, meh. But when you see it in action, carrying and, Dove and Barda yeah. around, you realize I've used it to dynamic effect in a couple of No Man's Lands playing Birds of Prey teams. She is definitely a useful piece. Catwoman from the Anniversary set. Oh, I have This is the anti-resource Catwoman. Yeah. She's good by herself, but for Birds of Prey team, she's amazing. She's calculator. She's a tie-up piece that opposing characters within six... Or just other, so it affects you as well. Other characters within six squares of Catwoman assigned a relic or resource can't use the effects of that relic or resource. Uh, Leap Climb Stealth. She's, she, like I said, she's mostly a tie-up piece. Super senses and then reflexes. And she does pick up Blades Mid-Dial and some Close Combat Experts. So she can retaliate herself. But the main reason you're using her is really nerfing the opponent's relics. Yeah. And uh, also giving her that uh, wild card ability can come in handy, too. She's cheap. She's, uh, I want to say... Five bucks, five to ten bucks. She's not that expensive. I All mean, these pieces for Birds of Prey are super cheap. You can probably get an entire Birds of Prey team for twenty bucks, bro. Oh, you can get almost all of these for yeah. 30, for thirty, you can pick up every single one of these. A uh, couple Golden Age ones I wanted to mention that I've used and never seen anybody else use. Uh, Legacy 003 Spoiler, twenty two points. Oh Jesus. For 18 defense. That's it. That's all you need to know. That's all, That's pretty good. 22 points. Yeah. Even for the plus one. Even just use her for theme team props for Birds of Prey. She's got the puck effect. She's, she's better than puck at I what know, she does, man. man. Uh, I like love a, that puck, man. And this, I think I picked up the spoiler for like 35 cents on cool stuff like forever ago. She's pretty good. Uh, I was searching through Birds of Prey and I saw her and I was like, what the? This piece is stupid. Katana. Um, I have this Katana in my, um, what you call it game, the uh, oh, she's our good. Marvel vs. Capcom game. Yeah. 37 points. This is uh, Collateral Damage 19 Katana. Right. 37 points for just for the Outsider's team ability is worth That's it. That's amazing. Then she's a, she also is at 18 defense uh, up close. With a blade. With blades. I mean, just, just tie up and Outsiders and, again, another piece for your Birds of Prey team, man. She's good. Uh, da, 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 da. That's it for Bridge Prey. Gotham City, uh, GCPD cycle. We've already talked about on police yeah. teams. I would definitely pick up one, although it's going to run you ten, fifteen bucks. It's well worth it. Um, because you don't have a lot of carry and move. So cycle and cruiser are the two big ones that I'm going to name. Cruiser is going to be about twenty bucks, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more. Uh, I wanted to go ahead and list it just in case. I, I can't remember exactly how much it is. So if you want to spend a little bit more and pick up a cruiser, I highly recommend it. I love my cruisers. And yes, you uh, they're, that and the cycle are two of the biggest Gotham City pieces. Another Gotham City piece that's important, even still in the meta, uh, that, that you used a couple weeks ago, is the 202 Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. He has three different point options or uh, dial options. He's only 50 points, but... The one you're probably going to use is the TK one. Yeah, 50 points for TK and Perplex is well worth it. Uh, The Lieutenant Gordon from Dark Knight Rises, I raved about him. (laughs) One of my favorite pieces. Yeah. Definitely pick him up about uh, 12 bucks. Question, Arkham Asylum, I just used this piece. One of my favorite pieces. Just used it in my detective theme team. 37 points for... 
a 10 attack, willpower, 2 damage, and stealth. That's just his attack powers for 37 points. Then you bring in the damage ability. Once during your turn, question can use outwit or perplex. And when you're using perplex, she can modify the combat values of only opposing characters. But for 37 points... That's pretty amazing. Even if she had nothing but the outwit and perplex power, she'd be worth it. Or even just for those values, for 37 points. She's legit, man. Both of them combined makes her one of the best pieces ever. Uh, Sadly, now outshined by the new question. Yeah. But for 37 points, this piece still holds up very well for for efficiency. Uh, Last one I wanted to mention is the GCPD Detective. And um, not the one that, not the SOG. Not the SOG? No. Which one? The old, uh, I think it was Arkham Asylum. Let me see if I can bring it up here. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. Who you're Gotham right. City Detective, Arkham Asylum 006. 27 points for enhance and police. And he's got 17 defense vanilla, which is pretty crazy, actually. Uh, police and enhance, basically, so basically perplex and enhance for 27 points. That's just. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Uh,. Again, there's tons of Gotham City pieces. Most of the Batman Family pieces I talked about have Gotham City keyword, but these are some of the ones that I didn't list on Batman Family that I feel are are the better ones to provide support for your teams. Uh, There's lots of, like, big, heavy-hitting Gotham City, like the Batman and everything, but these pieces are the best to help your Gotham City teams out. You'll be playing them a lot. Green Lantern Corps, kind of a hard one to, to do, especially because they haven't done a, a very many uh, modern Green yeah, Lantern pieces. It's been kind of slow. Um, I wanted to include them on here because uh, I didn't want to leave out the freaking Green Lantern Corps. All right. Well, yeah, man. The Teen Tom and uh, Teen Titans, uh, uncommon, no rare one. Yeah, he's rare. Very very fun piece. I kind of like him better at 110. I do too. Personally. Uh, he has running shot and the special attack power barrier, and at the beginning of your turn, choose a standard attack or damage that requires a power, close or range combat action. So basically, you can't give him outwit, perplex, or problem, and uh, he can use that that power this turn. So if you need, um, if you're targeting two people with super senses, throw precision strike. Yep. If you target somebody with imperf, he can choose psychic blast. He's just a Swiss Army knife. He's very With easy. running shot and eight range, two bolts. Eight range is pretty good these days. You know, it, long range is much more useful these days than it used to be. So modern age pieces with eight range or more are, are getting a little bit more rare. You'll start to notice that. Yeah. He's only three bucks. Not even that. Nah, like he's probably, dollar or two. Yeah. Uh, I like him a lot. I've used him a couple times now. The guy gardener from Streets of Gotham oh, is going to run you about twenty bucks. Eh, a little bit cheaper, maybe like eighteen. But that top clip, actually, his first like four clips. Yeah, he's pretty good. Charge, flurry, and when he uh, uses flurry to attack the same character twice, he doesn't even have to hit just to he attack just the same character twice. Him. Damage dealt from the second attack is penetrating damage, which is pretty damn good with a ten attack. Then you bring in his trait. When Guy Gardner is adjacent to a character with the same keyword, we're talking about Green Lanterns, unless they have already been modified by this effect. Give Gardner plus one damage and the adjacent character plus one defense. So that's a nice little accentuation to your badass attacker. He also has eight range itself. Yes, uh, most sir. of the Green Lantern pieces have good, solid, long range. 
Uh, Guy Gardner's a little hard to kill too because he picks up Invol mid mid dial and he gets ranged combat expert. Then towards the end of his dial, he gets Battle Fury, so he can no longer make ranged attacks. But he gets TK and Exploit weakness. So if he's tied up, uh, you're getting some exploit. And if he's sitting back, maybe he got blasted. Then now you can use him to TK around some of your other pieces and provide some support. He's very fun and very very good. One of my favorite pieces of all time, I don't remember if I listed him on our top three or not, is the Fast Forces, the Green Lantern Fast Forces Sinestro. Oh, he's great. Probably one of the best top dials of all time. He has charge with 11, so he's charging for six squares, 10 attack, and a 19 defense willpower with exploit weakness. That's pretty damn good. <coughs> for 100 points, he still is one of the better pieces for his points. He loses willpower a couple clicks in, but he picks up this special damage power that kind of makes up for it. If Sinestro possesses this power after taking push to pushing damage, place a fear token on this card. He gets plus one attack for each fear token on this card. Damn. If Sinestro is healed, you remove them all. But basically, the more you push, the stronger he gets. And he gets Psychic Blast laid down with a nine range, so nothing to scoff with Force Blast. Nothing to scoff at. So when you hit them, you can push them farther out of your range and make them keep on moving in on you while you have the superior range. I love him. He's I've really played good. him. I don't know if I've ever even had him get hit off of his top click now that I think about it. I usually tend to send a couple pieces in, send him in the next turn after I've knocked one or two pieces down, and then they can just never hit his 19 defense. <laughs> that is pretty good. Especially if you can find some way like a Doc Strange to give him uh, energy, energy shield, shield or something like that. He he very rarely gets hit. He's very cheap. You can pick up that whole Fast Forces, which isn't a horrible Fast Forces, uh, because that Guardian of the Universe is pretty good for 150 points Green Lantern piece as well. Uh, for about 10 bucks these days. Another Green Lantern piece, the Green Lantern Gra- Gravity Feed, Tomar Ray, uh, 004. Yeah, you showed me this guy. I was like, this guy's nuts. He's going to help your Green Lantern team out a lot because of his trait. Add one to your role to determine the first player for each friendly character with the Green Lantern core keyword. So he's doubling your, your bonus to map roll if you're playing a theme team, a Green Lantern theme team. 80 points, 10 range. With barrier, even just barriering from ten range is worth eighty points. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention running shot or RCE. Uh, yeah. Ten range is nuts, man. If you could keep this guy max range, he never gets hit. He's safe twenty four seven. He's blasting, or he's providing barrier after your Sinestro charges in and smacks somebody. Then you can barrier him in, keep him safe. He's got a pretty solid dial. He picks up energy explosion and uh, force blast in in his mid dial, so he can hit people. Hit a group of people, knock up, scatter them all, and knock them back. He's Seems very fun, very cheap to pick up, like three, four bucks. Seems ridiculous. <laughs> a lot of the Tomars are good, actually. There's only been two or three, but they're all great. Uh, the next one, the big one, Justice League. The big one. We already talked about FF Oracle, how good she is. The same uh, power that she has that moves people for free also works with Justice League because she has Justice League keywords. So definitely pick up Fast Forces Oracle. I would suggest picking up the entirety of the Trinity tab app. The best tab app so far, in yeah, my opinion, for sure. Good. That Wonder Woman for at her 75-point version might be the best Wonder Woman ever made, at least in my opinion. Um, the efficiency of this dial for 75 points. Charge with an 11 attack, 3 damage, and then a 17 defense with... Uh, 
Indomitable, and Energy Shield, Super Senses, and Toughness. Damn. She also... So, not only is she hard to hit, she hits you hard. I mean, an 11 and a 3 for 75 points is pretty dang good. Then she has a trait, Leadership, and when she does and rolls a 6, in addition to the normal effect, you can remove an action token from her or an adjacent character with Amazon or Trinity. Damn. Um... I was just removing tokens off of her when I was playing her, so she's taking her own tokens off and just continually smashing people. She's also a flyer, so she's carrying your other guys in, and then if you hit, if she gets hit for a few, she can regen back to top click. So really, you don't want to let her get hit. I usually use her as a seventy, as a like a seventy-five point secondary attacker, which is what she is, and man, she excels very well. I could see that. I have her carrying in Batman usually uh, when I've played him at a hundred points. The Batman has charge flurry. Perplex, and he's the one that basically has like the built-in hand TA. When he's adjacent to a wall, blocking, or a square of higher elevated, so he's lo- below the rim, uh, the square he occupies is considered hindering, so it stealths him. That's uh, I played him on the Doctor Strange, um, not the house map, but the rooftops. Oh, God. So basically, no matter where you are yeah. on that map, you're adjacent to elevated. So he's always stealth, like, 24-7. That's pretty good. And this soups is really good. I, I like him better at 150. His, uh, his 250 is pretty good, too. But his 150 is very similar to the common Superman. Yeah. A top dial of hypersonic, uh, 10 movement, 10 attack, and 4 damage. And he also has a special uh, trait, super strength, and when he uses an object in an attack and hits, the damage dealt is reduced by one, but after actions resolved, the target is dealt one unavoidable damage. Huh. Useful in some situations, not useful in other yeah, ones. Um, it does, I'm trying to think of when it, it is like way more useful for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I guess, especially if you had stop clicks... It'd be really good against Invincible. Ooh, good point, Punky Drewster. It'd be really good against Invincible. So let's say he hits me with a heavy object for six damage. Well, we're going to reduce it to five. Invincible's going to take two. I guess in that situation, you'd take... With a light object, he'd be doing an extra damage he wouldn't normally be doing. Yeah. But against stop clicks... Yeah, stop clicks. He hits you onto it and then pushes you one past it. So screw your revert. Yeah. Um... Actually, you know what, though? It says after action resolve. <sighs> I wonder if they could revert before you deal them to one unavoidable. Actually, it's your turn, so you I think you'd get to pick the order of your free actions. We'll have to look that up. But anyways, regardless. <laughs> Bringing up questions. The Superman is a beast. Uh, he also gets flurry late dial with a 19 regen. So he's going to be hard yeah, to hit he's while he's sitting there. That's regen-y. one of the best region clicks I've ever seen. <laughs> I love this guy. I played all three of the, the Trinity together, and they were retardedly good. I think I played him at 150. Yeah. Yeah. I played him at like 150. Um, or, sorry, 400. Yeah. The uh, whole Trinity tab app will run you like 10, 15 bucks. We already talked about Big Barda. Uh, piece that's a little over 20 bucks I, so, I, so I'll just mention it is John Constantine Yeah, he's, he's a little over 20 well worth it though if you want to invest in him um, not only is he a great Justice League piece he's also an excellent mystical theme, uh, keyword piece yep. Green Arrow Green Arrow what a piece this guy was already amazing before the changes and yeah. then they changed him and I was just like oh my gosh he doesn't need it 
95 points for running shot and energy explosion with three bolts and sharpshooter, 11 attack. And uh, that in and of itself, I've, we've talked about it before. I hit Austin for like yeah, 20 some damage. Yeah. <laughs> that was so stupid. Um, he also is really good with range combat expert because uh, his trait, if he attacks uh, someone within five squares, just at one single character within five squares, he gets plus two attack already just from his trait. Yeah. So then you can throw the rest of your RCE onto your uh, your damage, or you can running shot closer to them and then get the plus two. Uh, so you'll be doing a running shot with a thirteen attack two damage. He has willpower top click, but he loses it. But when he gets hit, he turns into stealth and reflexes, and he gets basically a flurry, but with range attacks. He's really good. He's hurt. well, well worth his points. An excellent secondary attacker. Uh, a good p- uh, piece for martial artist teams, too. Shade the Changing Man. Oh, my gosh. Only, what, five bucks? You Didn't you pick up some here recently for Gen Con? Uh, I think he's Or maybe like, you were going to. He's like four or five. Yeah, he's only like five bucks. He has two very useful dials. Personally, I like the A side because it has barrier, perplex, and shape change. Which is very good, I mean. Main thing is, Justice League doesn't have a lot of cheap pieces. They do not. And this guy is only 55 for Perplex and Barrier. That's something that's rare for Justice League pieces. And, like I said, he's very cheap to play and he's very cheap to pick up. I'd recommend picking up one. Uh, An honorable mention for Golden Age. One of the best the most fun pieces of all time yeah. to play is uh, the Batman from the old Justice League set, not the Justice League 52. Yeah. 001 Batman. This is uh, Oot's Bat, or Out of the Shadows Bat. Yep. Once per turn, when Batman occupies hindering terrain and is given any action that's not a free action, before the action you can place him in any square of hindering terrain six or fewer squares away from uh, way to which he has clear line of fire. So many options with that. Let's say I'm starting off um, away from your piece, and mm-hmm. I want to melee him because he's stealth. So I'll say I declare a close combat attack. Then I out of the shadows over to you and punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. Or let's say you're a close combat piece who moved in on me, and I don't really want to deal with you. I'll say I declare a ranged attack. Um, because it says place and not movement, yep. he gets away for free. He doesn't have to worry about plasticity or anything. He gets away and then takes a shot. It's so stupid. He's so useful, especially if you can give him belt and give him some special yep. like flurry and stuff like that. Just popping up oh in your face flurry. He has good values. He has a good long dial. Um, I used him at Game Preserve a couple weeks ago on one of the weeks that I went 3-0. and And I played him on a Justice League team. And I loved him, man. Um, Late dial, he gets excellent attack values and he gets flurry. So he can dish out some damage. He has a longer dial for 75 points to 7 clicks. Back in the day, a lot of the the figures had long dials. That's it for the main Justice League. I'll go over Justice League International, which doesn't have a whole lot of options, but I wanted to mention some of the better ones because this is a keyword that's kind of picking up a little bit of steam, thinking maybe they might print some more of them too. The Ray from Teen Titans. He's, excellent. He's, excellent. He's so efficient, man. He also has the Justice League keyword, too, so you yeah, can use he, it for your Justice League team. About five, six bucks. More importantly, 74 points for Hypersonic and the uh, 
flight ability, so he can carry in, or he can just fly over hindering or over other pieces, smack your guy in the back, and then hypersonic back to his side. And also his uh, his damage power. When he has one action token, the ray and adjacent friendly characters that share a keyword with him can use stealth. So what I did, uh, he was on that same team without a Shadows Batman. I had those two and the Green Lantern that we, the Teen Titans Green Lantern we were talking about, and Shade actually, and Black Lightning. Nice. I love Black Lightning. He's so good. I was playing them, and uh, basically I had my guys set up in this little room that I had blown the walls out of, and they were all... Uh, so Ray would run out, hit somebody, move back next to them, and land adjacent in the middle of all of them, and give them all stealth from oh where I had blown gosh. the walls out. It was so yeah. fun. The Ray was a blast to play, and the good thing is when they when somebody hits him for two or three or four, he uh, gets hit on the Pulse Wave. Yeah, which is pretty good. Pulse, when is Pulse Wave? Not yeah, good, man. It's it's probably one of the best villains. If he gets it onto his last dial, he has regen and shape change, so he's got a little protection um, while he's trying to regen. I love him. Well, well worth his points. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were excited when this figure first got spoiled. A crucial, crucial piece for Justice League International uh, teams, even though he's Golden Age, is Crisis Blue Beetle. He's only 65 points. And his damage power is the main reason you want him for your JLI teams. He has Perplex, and when he's adjacent to a friendly booster gold, he can also use Outwit. So he's giving you Perp and Outwit. He has a special attack power called BB Gun, which is Force Blast and End Cap. He can also be given a power action to make a ranged combat attack targeting a single opposing character, ignoring friendly characters for line of fire purposes. If the attack succeeds, the target's dealt no damage. Instead, roll a d6. The target is knocked back a number of squares equal to the result, minus two. But a minimum of one. The target automatically breaks away and can move through squares adjacent to opposing characters and can be not can be dealt knockback damage. So basically, it is a special knockback that you can do while you're hiding behind your own guys. More importantly, you want them to provide support for your team, for per- provide perplex and outwit. Because if you're running JLI, you're probably going to be running booster gold. Yeah. Because how can you play one without the I other? I know. It's just... like chocolate and peanut butter. you, you got to have both. You can't play Ted without booster. Yeah, that's it's right. just not American. It's, it's not American. <laughs> um, ice from the anniversary oh, set. Yeah. 007. 47 points. For the special attack... Well, for one, 47 points for Barrier with 8 range is pretty dang good. But her special attack ability is very useful, too. She used to be a decent meta piece back in the day. She has Incapacitate. If she hits with Incapacitate, no game effect can move or place her target away from the square it's currently in. So you literally freeze them. They can't be carried, either. They can't be placed. So they can't be carried or TK'd. So if I'm playing against a, a freaking movie Hulk that's terrorizing me, she can pop him one time, and not only does he take a token, but he can't move yeah, and charge the rest of my guys. That's pretty great, actually. Or she can barrier him in. Well, yeah, because movie movie Hulk doesn't ignore blocking. That's World Breaker. Yeah, that's World that's Breaker. whole other monster. That's yeah, <laughs> that's a whole another problem. Uh, and then Streets of Gotham guy Gardner, we already talked about earlier. But uh, he has the keyword, and remember, he has that trait for other people he shares a keyword with. So he's going to be given that. Uh, extra one defense to adjacent people with his keyword, and uh, they'll be giving him plus one damage to his already ridiculous flurry charge damage. Um, hopefully, J- JLI gets some more keywords because uh, a lot of people like to play it. I'm sure they will. Uh, a lot of a lot more pieces. I mean, Kryptonian is a big common uh, uh, keyword, and uh, a team that play people play a lot. 
One, because they're Superman. Two, because it has a really good ATA. Yeah, it does. Um, one of the more recent pieces that uh, surprised me and I really wanted to include in here was the Man of Steel Kryptonian Scientist. Oh, he's good. He was on a, a couple of the Gen Con teams uh, that we saw because he has... Mainly because he's 36 points with Barrier. And if you're using master uh, character with Mastermind with him, like there was a team that was running Zod with a bunch of these guys, and it did pretty well. Uh, he has a minion power. When a friendly character with Kryptonian keyword and a higher point value, fit, he's only 36, so everybody. Pretty much, yeah. Is within eight squares, he can use willpower itself. He has an attack power where a friendly character with a scientist keyword and a higher point value is within eight, he can use Psychic Blast. But the main reason you're using him is for 36 points, barrier, and enhancement. That in and of itself is pretty much all you need. I mean, that's why you use um, Aim Renegades. Yeah. Same reason. Enhancement and barrier. And he's two points cheaper than an Aim Renegade. Although, I guess Aim Renegade does give you Hydra. Yeah. But for Kryptonian teams, I pick up a couple of these guys. They're only going to run you four or five bucks at the most. Another piece from Man of Steel, Laura Lorvan. Very combo-tastic with Superman's. 31 points, a trait of if a friendly character named Superman would be KO'd, you can instead turn him to his last click and KO Laura Lorvan instead. Mm. So she keeps your soups alive. That'd be useful on that 19 defense regen Superman we just saw. So if they go after your Superman, you kill yeah. her and put him on his ridiculous Jeez. regen click. 19. And now you can no longer regen or uh, one shot that tasty Superman I was yeah. playing. Um, she has support too, so let's you could hypersonic out a few times, you know, get hit, and then just run back to Mama and get run back up. to Mama. <laughs> She's she was a rare, but she's still only like ten or ten bucks or less max. Um, Superman, common Superman that you were just talking about, you played. If you don't have one, go get one. He's, like, so cheap. And Everybody so cheap. knows what he does. You can even just play him at 300 and be a one-man army. I mean, he's not a half-bad one since he can run away. Another one I recommend, although she's pretty hard to get your hands on, is the Fast Forces Supergirl I was talking about. Uh, the the Superman Fast Forces. 100 points, like I said, one of the best top dials for 100 points. Hypersonic, 11 attack, 12 with Kryptonian if it's kicking in. Uh, with super strength and four damage, so for a hundred points, she's potentially a ten movement hypersonic, twelve attack, and a six damage, which is good. With seeing through stealth, yeah. with Superman ally, and then uh, so really you want to keep her on top dial, but the next three clicks she gets exploit, and then the last two clicks she gets running shot with psychic blast and sharpshooter, which isn't shabby. I mean. Especially down dial. Excellent secondary attacker for your Kryptonian teams. Um, like I said, though, the the fast forces, that was one of the best fast forces, and it's hard to find these pieces sometimes without having to pay a ridiculous amount of money, but I think I bought my Supergirl fast forces for like six or seven bucks, and I bought the Superman for like six or seven bucks, too. Uh you may have to go to eBay for that instead of actual stores online because they won't piecemeal them out like that usually yeah. on Fast Forces. And last one, we've talked about him before, Eradicator, one of my favorite He's pieces. really good. Kryptonian, top dial, he has super senses and shape change. That's one of the reasons why he's so good. But another reason he's good for your Kryptonian teams is if a friendly character named Superman has been KO'd this game, Eradicator gets plus one values for the rest of the game. 
Excuse me, man. I've got the hiccups today. You okay? <laughs> but uh, if you let your Superman go out and do most of the early damage, they don't really want to kill him because yeah. then Eradicator's going to get even better. And if you can give Eradicator... Uh, People used to use Eradicator with the gauntlet and then a Superman to run out. Eradicator, by the point that Superman died, would now be plus three on all values because of the two from Godhood plus the ones from the trait. He's just nasty. Can I make a suggestion? What's that? Ursa from Superman. Oh, Ursa's not bad. Yeah, Ursa's pretty fun. She's cheap. She's like... She's like... Oh, you mean to, to buy? She's only yeah. about two bucks. Yeah, she's 150 points. She gets running shot and stealth, and she can see through stealth. She gets penetrating psychic blast with four damage for, like, two two or three clicks. She's pretty solid. I mean, she's a good... I like her. She's one of my favorite pieces. She, um... She's one of those that I, I like when a piece picks up hypersonic late game. Yeah. It, it's really surprising, and it can sometimes be a game changer, because... Yeah. Your most of the pieces on the board are weakened to their crappier clicks, and now you just picked up hypersonic and you can run around and do whatever you want. Because a lot of clicks don't have moving attack on their bottom dial, yeah. and she does. So also has that fan zone keyword if you want to play some Zod action. <laughs> there's yeah, sadly there's only like five five pieces. Yeah, <laughs> four pieces plus non Ursus. You can't count Stanley. <laughs> you can always count Stanley. <laughs> He, he was pretty much born in the negative zone. Uh, the next keyword is one that doesn't have a ton of choices, but it's one that people love to play, so I wanted to include it. Yeah. And it does have a decent option uh, array of choices, a society. And also, it's a it's a keyword that I expect we will see some more of in the Superman Legion of Heroes set. Definitely. Because we're getting that Legion of Doom Fast Forces, and a lot of those characters will have the society Grundy keyword as well. Yeah. A lot of them, I think, will, but... The main one, Jinx. Oh my gosh. Pick one up for a quarter. Yeah. You'll you can probably find one like laying on the floor somewhere. <laughs> just run three of them, you'll find them on <laughs> your game room floor. Just be like, oh, Jinx. Prop. <laughs> Jinx, bro. Definitely pick up Jinx. Cheap uh, prop and barrier for 39 points with society keyword. Um, definitely, definitely must have Lex Luthor from the anniversary. We talked about him whenever we had uh, uh, Edward on yeah. last week. 160 points, wild card, boom tube, sneak attack. Lex can use phasing when he does after actions resolve if he moved half his speed or less, which he has an 11, so he can move a 6. He can be given a ranged combat action as a free action. So he can phase for 6 and then psychic blast. So he can't really tie him up because he yeah. can just phase away and then psychic it's blast. pretty amazing. He has imperv with an 18 defense and leadership. Um... You can also start him at his 100-point option, which, which is, is not a bad option either. He starts off with charge instead, and uh, he has a special attack power. He deals penetrating damage to characters that have Superman ally TA or Kryptonian keyword. But uh, the good thing about it, if you play him that way is then he'll go into phasing. Yep. He'll get late dial. He'll get his boom tube attack. And then he can phase away and pulse wave wherever position is better with a three damage. And he gets outwit too, so you yeah. can. Yeah. Um, calculator gives him all kinds of options. Um, now that we have Gentleman Ghost, who I of course didn't include because he's way more than twenty yeah, bucks, he's pretty expensive. But he's giving you the Mystics for all your Society guys to copy these days. Yeah, uh, Gentleman Ghost was a huge buff to Society teams. Uh, so I'll, I'll kind of make him an honorable mention. Yeah, if you can get your hands on one, fine. Pretty much every society piece 
has the calculator uh, team ability, and they need something good to copy. And short of Silver Banshee, who also has the Mystics uh, team ability, there are no other Mystics that they can you can copy from. So, yeah. uh, Gentleman Ghost is an excellent option. And the problem with Silver Banshee is while she's very good, she's 153 points. That's a lot just to mainly get the Mystics, you know, team ability in there to copy from. Yeah. Uh, another one, definitely the freaking centerpiece if you're playing Silver Age, is Calculator himself. Yep. 55 points. This guy's such a butthole. He's an ass. He sits in stealth, playing Solitaire on his computers. He's got two screens. He's like dual screens, like playing Solitaire on one and Minesweeper on the God other. God damn it, Microsoft. <laughs> he has a perplex. He can use it normally or modify the same combat value except damage of all friendly characters. <laughs> Six or fewer squares away by plus one or minus one until the beginning of your turn, your next turn. And then his damage ability is outwit, and when he does roll 2d6, subtract to the greatest number of characters from the opposing force and that share a common keyword. If the result is four or less, you deal him one damage. So basically it's outwit with a possible backfire. Yeah. Although if you're playing against a team that's not a theme team, then you're probably very rarely going to have to take it. Basically, he gets taken down easier by theme teams. Yeah. But still, just for that perplex. Which is very flavorful, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, he's just, he, like I said, he's the centerpiece for your society teams. He's only 55 points. He's uh, also a wild card himself, of course, because that's his team ability. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he's a great representative representation of the character as well. Definitely pick one up. It's only going to run you five bucks or less. Um we talked about Deathstroke. Two good options with Deathstroke. There's two. Teen Titans, we, we talked about earlier, really good. Um, running Shot, Psychic Blast, and the defense power of Super Senses is toughness, and then he gets to like dodge an attack and then deal the person who tried to hit him, you know, extra damage. Yeah. Um, but I kind of like Streets of Gotham better. Personally, uh, yeah, he's good too. 147 points, running shot and charge on his top dial when he occupies hindering. So as long as you have a good map, he basically always has charge and running shot. With an 11 energy explosion sharpshooter, six range, three bolts. It's pretty ridiculous. With perplex, and he ignores hindering. Well, only on movement though, yeah. sadly. So he's not. He can't see through stealth like the oh, new one can. Yeah. But uh, mid-dial, he picks up Blades with Flurry. Which is good. And Outwit. And he's hard to hit because he gets some defense powers. And then he picks up Regen at the end. But I just think if you can protect, if you can keep him at ranged, man, he, he is a freaking let, beast. Let's just say this. You can't go wrong with a Deathstroke, any Deathstroke on your society team, in my opinion. That isn't, you know, that's modern age, at least. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because the four that are there are all really good. Last one, Black Adam. Ah, one of my favorite characters, period, but especially Heroclix. Yeah. Um, he has, he's very versatile because he has three-point options, 300, 200, 100. Yeah. Uh, I like him best at 200 myself. Just, I feel like his three extra clicks they give him for 100 points are well worth it. Plus, he gets the defense power of Impervious. But if he would be dealt four or more, he reduces that by three instead of two. And his powers and abilities can't be countered except for his outwit. So you can't outwit his Impervious. You have to deal with that special Impervious. Um, And he also starts top click with a special movement. 
charge, you can use it normally, or double power action to use charge with the locked speed value of 10 if he doesn't carry or use super strength. Which is pretty good. <laughs> Another reason he's really cool is if you happen to hit him onto one of his lightning uh, clicks, he can really be a pain in the butt because he regens and then he deals damage to everybody around him. That's insane. Everybody within, t- uh, if he uses regen and he actually gets to heal from it, then after action to resolve, you deal one pin to each opposing character within two squares. Wow. So his his dial is hella long, too. I think I'm trying to think what point value he was at last time I played him. I think he was at a, I think he was at full. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a battle. It man. was when I had my giant Asgardian teams. This was the, the society team was the one team I lost to first round. Uh, with my Asgardian team at Game Preserve. And TJ was playing him full dial with a 19 defense top click, and he was hard enough to hit then. But I kept hitting him, thinking he was going to die, and they just never die. He has 11 clicks. And I kept hitting. Like, I kept on smacking <laughs> him for three, four exploit here, three exploit here. And I was like, how is he still alive? Just <laughs> a war, man. Because he has impervious or special impervious for the first five clicks. Six, really, except or seven, except for one. When are we going to get a new Shazam book? Huh? I, I don't know. Well, we kind of have one right now. I know, sort kind of. of it's the best we're going to get for now, I guess. I'm Sadly. So sad. I've kind of like given in that that's the best we're going to get, you know. But Pick Up Black Adam, very versatile. He gives you three point options for your team, depending on what point value uh, of the build you're playing. And he's very good if you can give him willpower from a resource like the Gauntlet or the Utility Belt. Um, that exponentially makes him way better. Then you can do your double power action without taking pushing, or he can just run around and wreak havoc. Uh, definitely pick up a Black Adam, and it's not a society team if you're not playing Black Adam. That's right. Last but not least, Teen Titans. Number one, good old vanilla 001 Teen Titans He's Robin. so good for his points, man. 75 points of leadership, but more importantly... I mean, he, he is leadershiping tokens off the rest of your Teen Titans. That's one reason you want him on your team. The other reason is his attack power. Free Smoke Cloud every turn. That's just good, man. Could never go wrong with Free Smoke Cloud every turn. I've used him several times. I've played against him several times. And it's crazy that this Robin is always the piece that you act, you literally have to go for. At least to knock him off of the Free Smoke Cloud. Because if you're playing him on a Batman family team, or, I mean, there's a decent amount of Teen Titans pieces that have stealth. That free smoke cloud comes in so handy. Or just using it to make your opponent have negative one attack. Yeah. I mean, aim to give you plus one defense. I mean, and now with smoke cloud being six squares. It's just so much Smoke cloud's so good, especially when you're getting it for free like Lil' Rob does. Lil' Rob. Uh, You can play him at 50 points, but I don't really recommend it because he doesn't get the... um, Power top click. He he's, does get outwit, but he's, he's still a good outwit piece. He's not bad, but 75 points is the one you want to play him on. Yeah. And again, this guy's like 25 cents. Yeah, I think we like had one in the back of Hunter's truck for like eight years. Our favorite Mexican. Oh, gosh. Bunker, the gayest Mexican. Bunker Bustin. Guys. 89 points. This guy won me No Man's Land on six right here. Yeah, he uh, he's about eight or nine bucks at the most. Uh... The reason you're going to want to use them is this trait. Terrain markers placed by a bunker are not removed until they are destroyed or until he uses a power that places that type of terrain marker on the map. He has that traded full dial and 
for most of his dial, he has smoke cloud. You see, top three clicks, he has smoke cloud and barrier. So when he throws out his barrier, actually he has he picks up barrier on a different power. So he has barrier full dial and smoke cloud for the top three clicks. And you can place down barrier that's not going to be removed, and you can place down smoke cloud at the same time because that trait says of that type. Yeah. He's very useful. If you have a figure that is separated a little bit and can't even hit for three damage, then you can just throw a, a barrier around him and lock him in the whole entire game, and he can't get out. Yep. Uh, or you can just build up. He's such a he's such a board control piece for eighty nine points. He's well worth it, and he can hit back. We've seen. Yeah. He can hit he can. He himself. Can. I mean, he has perplex with uh, three damage and ten attack uh, at the beginning, but late game. He gets close combat expert. And Quake. Yeah, it with Quake. And we've seen him dish out some damage when he needs to, too. I love... Man, that's one of my favorite new... Like, of the newer pieces that have come out. I love Bunker. Yeah, Bunker's one of my faves. He's one of... You'll have a blast playing Bunker. Uh, I definitely would be remiss if I didn't mention my absolute favorite piece of all time. DC 75th Anniversary Beast Boy. Yeah. I can't talk enough about this Beast Boy. Um, of course, if you pick this guy up, you're going to want to pick up all the other Beast Boys, at least the main ones. But uh, I'll talk about this guy. He's only going to run you like two bucks. 60 points, Outsiders and Teen Titans, with a uh, shape change and 17 with reflexes top dial. So basically, he's a tie-up piece at first with Outsiders as well. So uh, if you run up on a close combat expert person, you can Outsiders them, and now they can't get any bonus trying to hit your 19 defense with shape change. Yep. Um, but really why you want to play him is he is... He's not even a Swiss Army Knife. He's the whole damn toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're carrying your craftsman tool yeah. heavy. You're pushing around one of those giant red craftsman <laughs> toolboxes when you play a Beast Boy. That's oh, why I love man. him. He's good. Because I bring all my little Beast Boys out, and I put them on the click that they would be, and I'm like, which situation do I need? Oh, I only have like a dozen options. <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> oh, darn. Maybe I should um, move in my um, T, move in with Beast Boy, change him into T-Rex, who's giant size, and uh, block the opponents who are annoying my guys on the top. I mean, I, I've used... There's so many different ways. It's limited to your imagination. Like, it really is. Like, you have literally every option in the game if you have it. If you can get a hold of every Beast Boy. Yeah. I think the highest one's T-Rex, isn't it? Yeah. He's about 20, the T-Rex one is. Yeah. But uh, the rest of them are all literally like two, three bucks. And most of the newer ones are commons that are now like 50 cents. Pterodactyl's uh, worth picking up for oh, sure. Yeah, he's good. We talked about him on animal teams. Yeah. Uh, the dolphin's not bad either, but T Rex definitely got to have him, even just for fun factor. Next is Blue Beetle from the anniversary set. A meta piece, actually. Yeah, he's just. Uh, we're talking about Jaime Reyes, the newer Blue Beetle who has Mystics. 94 point piece. Running shot and psychic blast with prop control on his attacks or when he gets attacked. Uh, the other thing that makes him an excellent piece and the reason why he's a good meta piece is his trait, the scarab. The first time in a game when he would take three or more damage from an attack, instead he does not take damage and is given an action token. Very useful against That's, Alpha Strike. Yeah. Basically, he can't be Alpha Strike unless you double token him like an idiot. Yeah. But. 
you don't really want to double token him anyway either anyways because I I feel like you want to keep him on that eleven and three with psychic blast. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's just Pulse Wave's good, but when you're losing one attack and one damage to get to it and you already have psychic blast, I feel like I always try to keep him on top dial anyways, so I never push him. Um very, very good piece. One of the better pieces that's made in in the last few sets. And uh, he's packing prop control, which is hard to find in Teen Titans, and psychic blast, which is especially hard to find in Teen Titans. on a secondary attacker. Yeah, for sure. And uh, one Golden Age one I wanted to mention. One of my favorite pieces. Oh God, Red Arrow Crisis 018 Red Arrow. This guy got a little bit better with all the changes. For one, he's packing that ten range. Like I said, it's hard to find these yeah, days. Yeah, it's true. But he has running shot and energy explosion. From 10 range, he's energy exploding, your guys. He also has RCE with a 10 attack, 2 damage for the first few clicks, and he has willpower. So as long as you can keep him in the back with his willpower and his either range combat expert if he doesn't need to move or running shot energy explosion if he does need to you know create some angles, he can just sit in the back and peg the crap out of the other you team. You will wreck people. Mid-dial, he picks up that special flurry that uh, Green Arrow has nice. that we were talking about. Basically, flurry with range. Yeah. He's so good. And another good thing about his energy explosion, he can use energy explosion and smoke cloud when he uses energy explosion. After resolving the action, he can immediately use smoke cloud as a free action, but the first hindering terrain marker must be placed in the same square that's, as the target. That's really good. So you hit the group... And then you lay down smoke so that they have minus one attack. Yep. So useful. I love this guy. Actually, you know what? I, after talking about him, I'm going to have to play him again soon. One of the better pieces, I mean, from... Ten range goes a long way these days. So yeah, those are those are some of the ones that you may not know much about. You definitely need a Beast Boy in, in some of the iterations if you're going to play Teen Titans. You definitely need a Bunker. And uh, definitely need a Beetle and a Robin, too. I love my Teen Titans, man. I've done enough talking. <laughs> done enough My talking. My freaking throat is <laughs> dry. I keep having to take sips of water. If you hear pauses, I apologize. That's what it is. Uh, let's move into community. Community question this week was, name your favorite DC theme team. DC theme Wow, how perfect of a question. <laughs> we just talked about like every one yeah, that no. exists. Uh, probably Arkham Asylum, actually. Yeah, Arkham Asylum is definitely one of mine. Um... Teen Titans, of course. Yeah. Arkham Asylum. Hmm. Society's good. Society is always good. I just wish Society had some more options, but like I said, I, I think we'll probably be getting some whenever we get the the Superman Legion of Superheroes, so I think we'll get some more. But I feel like definitely I'm... Teen Titans and uh, Arkham Asylum. Those are the two big ones. I like ones. playing Justice League Dark every now and then. Yeah. Although it's not actually... I mean, it's just Justice yeah. League. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, Justice League goes without saying, but... As, as we're DC fanboys, but I, what sucks is like Avengers ruled yeah. the, the scene for when we first started yeah. and I was just like, when will suffered be through it yeah. and then finally I got all these, like it started with the anniversary sets. Yeah. It started with the anniversary sets with some of the good Justice League pieces and then New 52 came out and then... Batman came out and gave a couple good ones, and like Teen Titans came out and gave a, gave a few good ones, and it's, then it gave the team base. And sadly, 
Like, I was all excited because I was like, yeah, now it's time for the Justice League <laughs> to rule these. It's like, I'm getting payback for every freaking time <laughs> you had no idea. that I played all these Captain Americas <laughs> and all these Avengers teams and Hawkeyes, and now it's finally my Justice League uh, turn to, to kick everybody's ass. And then the freaking team base had to come out and like ruin my fun because uh, now if I say I love Justice League everybody's yeah, gonna like, think I'm a douche yeah oh yeah you love Justice League <laughs> yeah, yeah I bet you do you love your little Justice League team there so, uh, anyway. powers can't be out with you piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> but Arkham Asylum and Teen Titans are the big ones for me yeah definitely um as far as what we heard from the community I got a lot of uh, back- oh Gotham City. How did I forget Gotham City? Oh wow. shit! Yeah, Jesus. but um, I heard a lot of uh, Batman Family, which has been a big yeah, one. Yeah, that's, that's there's been a lot of Batman. Sets. I play against Batman Family. It seems like every week. Yeah, so, right? there's so many good set uh, pieces for it. I mean, there's so many solid, efficient pieces for Definitely. Batman Family. Um, another one I heard a lot was uh, Kryptonian. Yeah, that's and. Good. Well, what, there was one more that I heard a lot, too. I, I think it was Arkham Asylum, actually. Now that I think about it, a lot of Facebook people say Arkham, the community. Arkham Asylum. Yeah, you guys got some good taste. Yeah. Um, Drew and Hunter approve. <laughs> as far as dial design goes, the uh, first assignment I'm going to give out right now, and it's kind of a special announcement also. Ooh. This month we're going to be doing team bases. Ooh. And instead of our usual format where each week we give a an individual, you know, yeah. assignment out and we grade it, basically each week, um, starting with each Monday, people will be able to submit one piece, one single figure from their team base, okay? Yeah. And so what you guys will be doing is for the first three weeks, counting now, starting now with week one, each week you will submit to me one single figure and its dot, you know, its dial from off of the team base. And you'll do that for the first 3 weeks. So you're only going to have to show me 3 of the figures that are on your team base. And then on the 4th and final week, you will submit the entire team base and its asset dial. You do not have to make a dial for all the other pieces on there. You can if you want. But you don't have to submit a dial. So if you're playing, basically what I'm saying is, if there's uh, six figures on your team base, you can turn one in for the first three weeks, and then those other three you don't have to make dials for if you don't have time. But you can submit them if you want. So we're gonna all three also be grading these together, and we will add up your score. Like we'll each rate it and add up that, and then we'll give you a score. Um, the only stipulation, the only limitation that's going to be is I want Marvel only for this month. And then at some point we'll be doing a DC one. Uh, so for this month, it's going to be Marvel only. What, you already have some good ideas? I already want... I, I know we, should I, make, we should get on there and make some... Uh, yeah, I had an idea, but I guess it'll wait till next month. Well, don't uh, throw it out there too early. Okay. Because then somebody might steal it. I know. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I think someone will do it, but... Um, as far as how many characters you can have on your team base, we're just going to stick to the current uh, options available. I want in between three and seven. I think that's the most, right? Shi'ar has seven. Who has three? Uh, there's a lot that have three. Um, well, not a lot, but... Oh, uh, Outlaws. There's Outlaws. There's one other one that has three, isn't there? Trinity of Sin. Trinity of Sin, yeah. So uh, any anything between three and seven is fine. Um, the As far as best build goes... Oh, we need to talk about best build 
because we played a. We played it, and then we never got to um, talk about it because remember we did the podcast before. Oh yeah, uh, we went yeah, to we the dugout last that. week. So Austin's not here, but who really cares? <laughs> We're going to talk about Best Bill from last week. Maybe the guy who he was, uh, who, whose team he had. I feel sorry for whoever had his team since Austin obviously doesn't care enough to support you. Yeah, and show I mean, up he doesn't. <laughs> and talk about how much he loved your team. But I, Which was uh, Bob from HG Realms. Uh, I, I'll go over Austin's team real quick because we, we did talk about it last week. Austin had the Asgardian team from Bob on HG Realms. It was Odin, the Fear Itself uh, piece with... I think a couple trolls, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember. <sighs> Dang it. Now I'm starting to talk about it, and I can't even remember what the heck it was. All right, how about this? You talk about yours, and I'll find the team while I'm talk- while uh, you're talking about yours. What team did you play for best build? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't even remember. Well, what was the format? It was uh, the Savage Six. Savage Six. 600 okay. points, and it, you had to use exactly six figures. What the hell did I play? Oh, it was uh, the Rulers theme team. Oh, yeah. Death Mask. Uh, Doctor Doom from Galactic Guardians. Damon Hellstrom. Damon Hellstrom, who did some work. Um, I'll talk about the Damon Hellstrom incident here in a second. Oh, God. we didn't. I didn't get to talk about the whole thing with Scott. Oh, God. I'm gonna... <laughs> Keep going. That's I fine. I can't even remember who Madam Mask. Madam Mask. Who, the uh, main set, Madam Mask. Storm, who did no, Storm from the common one from DC 10th, or Marvel 10th, yeah. who did absolutely fucking nothing that entire really? Dude, she got not. Those, that was the first piece they went to. Well, because they know she's retarded. I know. <laughs> and uh, one 20 point Mandarin from Iron Man 3 set, the one who has perplexed outwit and leadership, who is actually, in higher point values like this, is actually pretty decent. He does some work. I haven't played um, him yet, so I can't say. Uh, he's better with aim teams and stuff that explodes because you get. Oh, bonuses. is he the one that uh, gives the bonuses to the aim? Yeah. Okay, I got yeah. you. Uh, Death Mask is really great. I'll start off by saying that. Uh, that Doctor Doom is a boss, and he just stayed alive and did damage for days. Um, Madam Mask is pretty good. She did some damage. But Damon Hellstrom was the MVP of my second game because uh, he got knocked onto Blade's Claw's Fangs and he hit a six and he ended up killing their last piece, I think, and ended up winning me the game. Nice. So Damon Hellstrom, if you ever sleep on Damon Hellstrom, despite the fact I have 20 of them, <laughs> and I will always sleep on Damon Hellstrom. <laughs> I've stepped on a few Damon Hellstroms. <laughs> I just have too many. We all, every person, I think you get like three per spiny booster. <laughs> standard rate. It's like standard, like they just throw three extra Damon Hellstroms in there yeah, on every spider booster. Like, you thought the print run of Wolverine and the X-Men was bad. Uh, you also played um, the common, or the uncommon Doctor Doom from yeah, Doctor Guardians. Yeah, How like did he do? He's a beast, like I said. He, he stayed alive for days. I think His first click is really good. I think he has like, I can't remember what he has. I know that he is the one that um, if another character on your team misses, then yes. he gets like plus one attack. Basically, yes. like he he builds off of your other pieces' failures, <laughs> which is pretty great for Doom. Yeah, he does have imperf top click without wit. Yeah, that's him. And then he picks up props, so then he'd be even harder to hit. He gets penetrating psychic blast and outwit. So basically, he's just he'd sit back and he'd just be a beast. 
I think I ran Book of the Skulls with this too, so he'd have a 13 attack and 3 damage and just... So you had him and uh, Death Mask as wild cards. What team build did you use most of the time? Uh, Mystics. Damon Hellstrom. Oh, well, duh. Yeah. Dang, man. Pretty dang good team. It's there. actually really good because you got double perp from uh, Madden Mask and Mandarin. And eventually, Deathmask drops on it, I think. Yeah, he drops on it from a second click. And there was no reason not to really push Deathmask, honestly. Well, because he heals, right? Yeah, he heals if you roll, like, a f- two. You roll a d6 and you add the click number he's on. So if you push him, he'll go on to click six. And you need an eight to heal one. So you'd roll a d6 and get a two and go back up one. So basically, yeah, it's- I I've been wanting to try him too. I was so ha- you were having a blast with him, and and I was so I was happy to hear that because I definitely want to try him out. Myself. I mean, my first opponent had like dual society priests. It was Paul, and he was playing Spiral, and uh, I beat a Spiral team with this team, by the way, Gilbert. So be proud of that. Uh, he's playing Spiral and a bunch of Fear itself pieces. So I would do the thing, roll a five, one shot his uh, one shot his dual society priests. Take a Mystics, heal it back up, <laughs> do the same exact thing over and over again. It's pretty great. It is nice when you have pieces that can heal themselves, and then you're like, yeah. I don't give a damn about your Mystics. <laughs> like basically, Lobo or something. Yeah, like basically Death up. Mask is a beast. Uh, you ended up going 2-1, and one, right? Yeah, I went 2-1. and one. I think um, we all... I mean, you'll get to it. I, I went two and one. Austin. Austin went one and two, I yeah, think. Yeah, so guy who made Austin's team... Sorry, Bob. Yeah, Bob, he piloted wrong, and he yeah. should be ashamed. It definitely has nothing to do with the team that you built. I'm sure it was an amazing... Actually, looking at it, it was an amazing <laughs> Yeah, team. it looks like an amazing It was team. split lip, which we saw a lot of people running split lip. Yeah, split- at least half the teams that showed up had split lip. Split lip's really good. Uh, split lip, Odin, Tier, two trolls, and the 30-point Loki. Very good team. Uh, he ended up going one and two. I played the soldier theme team. Uh, it was very fun. I had the, yeah, the military tank, the fear itself cap, uh, airstrike general thunderbolt Ross, David Kane, Brant from Iron Man three, and the general Zod starter set. And he, it, there's so much synergy in this team. Yeah. And I already kind of had an inkling just by looking at them, but as I played them, I was like, damn, this is a good, a very well built team, man. Um, because you have General Ross Pile in the tank. Yeah. And um, what I was doing, what you want to do is General Ross doesn't get his airstrike ability, which is stupid good, by the yeah. way. He doesn't get it till he takes a couple clicks. So what I would do is use him to power action drop hammers on other people and push him that way, making him useful to push him. I would give the uh, tank uh, Gregos hammer to give it giant size and running shot with its energy explosion. And I was... Uh, uh, Brant has a special power where if anybody within, I think, like six squares or four squares is adjacent to hindering or blocking, which is like everywhere, yeah. then all all characters within six get plus one defense. Nice. So basically, the entire game, all three games, everybody had plus one defense, and General Zod has a special perplex that affects everyone within line of sight he shares a keyword with. So what I did the entire game was used his on defense plus Brant's. So my entire team had... I made sure Zod had line of fire to everybody. My entire team had plus two defense all game. All That's game long. That's ridiculous. Um, I had David Kane. He was uh, yeah. leadershipping tokens off the tank. 
And what I would do was use the tank also to be dropping hammers and picking up hammers and power swapping hammers because I had Cap with leadership, Zod with leadership, and David Kane with leadership all taking tokens off the tank, and every turn the tank would take a token off. He just, like, he basically... I don't think there's a single turn that the tank didn't do something because I would always three leaderships. Yeah, you're man. gonna hit it. You're gonna hit a five uh, or six. So. Kane also enhances and perplexes on the tank, so I was just running shot energy explosion everywhere yes. at the tank. Just. It was very flavorful. Um, I would send out Cap. He would initially hit somebody, and then I would purposefully push him onto his attack power, which also gives people within three plus one defense. So now my whole team has plus three defense. <laughs> It was such a great team. No one's hitting anything, pretty much. That's what happened. I can't even remember how I lost. What did I even lose to? Probably something with the Book of Skulls. I can't, for the life of me, remember what I lost to, but this was such a great team. Oh, I didn't lose. I drawed, remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I went two two wins, no losses, and one draw. And I went two wins and one loss. Yeah, and, and Drew had two wins and one loss. I actually drew. We Neither of us had any points when time ran out. A full hour. And that's because the guy I was playing was like the slowest player I've ever seen in my life. And he was playing Batman Enemy with Stealth and Smoke Cloud. Oh, like, my god! He had three pieces that gave him free Smoke Cloud. Yeah. So that was when I got the the great idea. He 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 thought he was cute, and he'd just free smoke cloud move his all, guys yeah, all the way up. Right. He did it a couple times, and the idea idea hit me. Hmm, Gray Goss, Giant Reach, see over the smoke cloud and shoot down on him with the tank and energy explosion. But I'm waiting for the perfect time. Well, I had already given Gray Goss hammer to somebody else yeah. and tank something a different hammer. So I finally waited till he made a mistake. And, uh, well, he didn't really make a mistake. He didn't really see it coming. He he laid his smoke cloud out, but he, a lot of the pieces behind it weren't actually on Henry. They were just behind it, so I couldn't shoot him. Correct. So I uh, gave Cap and Power Action, swapped and gave uh, Gregoth the hammer to the tank, and then the next turn the tank running shot energy explosion to all of them. And then I Power Action with Brant, Swapped the Grey Goth over to Zod, who then running shot and did the same thing. So every turn, they're both giant re shooting over the stealth. Yes. I had three characters on their last click when time ran out. And That's a bummer. Neither of us got any points. Uh, I did get popped for a few on Cap, but I think he was still doing pretty good. So I was winning, but time ran out and I got zero freaking points, and it was so frustrating. That's, I was like, I just wasted an hour of my life. That's got to be like one of the most upsetting. And then theories. Austin had to play that same player, and he had a also upsetting. Like he afterwards, he's like, that was not a fun game. He, I think he ranked it among the worst of his life, <laughs> right up there with the Gen Con Street Fighter guys. He was like that was slow, so slow and boring. And I was like, hey, I played him too. I know what you mean, but I think Austin lost to him. Oh, uh, so yeah, he did. Also went 1-2, Drew went 2-1, and one, and I went 2-0-1, oh, which is slightly better. So uh, GL Stocky, who built the soldier team I played, ended up winning. And I'm currently making you guys as poker chips as we speak. Um, they're delayed a little bit, mainly because the laminate I have is like kind of crappy, and I could not find the laminate. I just actually went out today to, to um, Office Depot and HH Greg and Walmart, and none of them, and I've already been to... Um, a craft store uh, with Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Nobody has the laminate sheets that I need, the really good ones, the expensive ones. And I don't want to use this crappy laminate on you guys' poker chips because it doesn't look as good. 
So I'm going to have to order it online. So I'm going to go ahead and make them, and then I'll have to wait for my laminate to get in, and then you guys will start getting these in the mail, the poker chips. But uh, he wanted... Um, he gave me something new to make that I hadn't had to... Oh, Killer Croc from the No Man's Land. So he, I made him some Killer Croc tokens. Anyways, thanks you guys for submitting to that uh, Best Bill Contest. It was a lot of fun. All the teams were fun. Yeah, seriously. Uh, there were tons of good... Tough. It's always tough to pick you guys' uh, pick one out of all of the great submissions we get. Uh, as far as October's, it will be given out next week. So uh, keep an ear out. And uh, keep an eye out on the HG Realms for that Stay one. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We had one email, and the question was, why do, speaking to me, why do you and Drew always pick on and mistreat Austin? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The reason, I love Austin. If you haven't noticed, Hunter Smith, Austin Smith, yeah, we're related. Uh, he's my cousin, and he and his brothers, he has two brothers, all the same, we're all the same age, I was the oldest grandkid, and they are literally like brothers to me, like, I think of them as absolute brothers, and that's why I pick on him, it's because I love him. <laughs> and he's just so damn easy to pick on, too, Oh you my know? gosh, alright, let me start this off by saying I've known Austin Smith for a significant chunk of my life. He's been my friend since high school, he's always been a good guy. But that does not mean I can't give him shit. That does not mean that it... I'm just saying, he gives me a ton of crap. You guys don't see it because I mostly do it on the podcast. And he <laughs> tends to be a bit more reserved about it. But... Yeah, he, he likes to behave himself on the podcast and act like yeah, he's a nice kid and everything, you know? Yeah, but... Tries to speak all proper and be nice and let you kind of interrupt him without yeah. retaliating. That's not really what he's like. You don't know the truth. <laughs> no, we don't do it maliciously. I love Austin. Yeah. Like Austin is my brother, and his brothers are also my brother. We're we're family. If the, if and I didn't like Austin, I would not talk. Absolutely. And uh, he, like I said, he is he's just fun to pick on. Anyways, like he's one of those people. My little brother is like that yeah. too. Like I love picking on on family members. It's just fun. Uh, no uh, no malice there. Yeah, seriously, uh, it's all love. <laughs> just we, like how that's our one email. We usually hold hands yeah. and, uh, and uh, just bro it down while we're doing these podcasts. That's right. We're not really malicious. Uh, let's move into comics. There was a ton of villains books that came oh, out last week, and I read a literally all of them. Well, Did you get to read any? No. Oh, damn it, Drew. I know. I'm busy. I'm sorry. I know. I understand. The absolute best one, in my opinion, Arcane from Swamp Thing. Yeah. Oh. I... A plus, man. Do they get? Oh, it's very cool. I'm gonna have to read. You know, you've been reading. Are you up to date on Swamp Thing? I'm not up to date, but I've read Swamp Thing. Okay, it's really good. Have you seen all the Arcane stuff? Yeah. Okay, this one is. Um, you know how Arcane gets killed yeah. at the end of the big event thing. This one is basically Arcane is kind of, I guess, in heaven, but to him it's hell because <laughs> there's no death. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And he's like just bored out of his mind. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, what's her name comes back. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Swamp Thing's girlfriend. Abby. That takes, Abby. Abby comes back, but she's in her like form of like leader of the black or whatever. Yeah. She looks awesome, and she's like teasing him, and she wants more information about her mother. Um, and in him telling, basically, she's like, "I'll give you a little taste of the rot for information," because she's like missing her family. She doesn't. She never really knew much about her mom, and. Uh, so she teases him so that she, he'll get information. But through it, 
through him telling this story, you actually get more of his background story than you do, you know, her mom. It's yeah. not really about her mom. It's mainly about him. Is it was excellent, very well drawn, very well written, just like Swamp Thing. Man, Swamp Thing's so good. Swamp Thing and Animal Man go hand in hand. Mm. That was the best one. Uh, Black Adam was a, a close second. Society, the uh, Secret Society book was really cool. Basically, the Secret Society book takes you into Owlman, the leader of the yeah. crime syndicate, and tells you his backstory. It basically is all takes place in their world where they came from, and you find out that uh, like how Alfred came to be the outsider and how um, Batman treats people. In the, it, it's so crazy. It's I need really to read cool, that, though. yeah. Um, it gives you a real behind-the-scenes look. Bane was really good, too. And Bane is setting up some big uh, events for the whole Arkham versus uh, I'm kinda Blackgate. Yeah. Basically, if, if people haven't been reading these villains books, since Batman is gone, the people who broke out of Arkham, the main guys, have split up Gotham into certain territories. And, like, so, like... Uh, like, Mr. Freeze has one, and Penguin has another, and Scarecrow has one, or whatever. And uh, Bane is... This book is about Bane creating his army and kind of telling a little bit of backstory on him, like the myth and how badass he is and everything. And they're headed to Gotham to fight for... to, to take over all of Gotham. It's really cool. Uh, that was very good. The Rogues book was good. I, I Some other books that were pretty good that I recommend picking up. Uh, Rogues, Lex... Uh, Black Hand was really good. Black Hand's always cool. Not, the only problem with Black Hand is not a lot happened. Uh, Clayface, mm. Deathstroke, and Cheetah. Those were all pretty good. I'd, I'd recommend picking them up if you're interested in those characters. Scarecrow wasn't bad. Scarecrow um, does, though, set up a lot for what I was just talking about with the Gotham City being split up. He kind of goes around and he talks to all the leaders of each one. And uh, it kind of gives you all the backstory information that you're going to need for this upcoming event. Basically, they're making a little mini event of it. Of basically, Arkham Asylum versus Blackgate. It's going to be cool. And uh, Ra's al Ghul and Hell both were not worth reading, in my opinion. And Eclipso was outright garbage. <laughs> that bad? Yes. Oh, Damn do man. not read Eclipso. Don't read Rage or Hell either. They were crap. But the other ones I highly recommend, especially Arcane, Black Adam Society, and, and Bane. Uh, have you been reading anything? You're yeah. Uh, I got around to read some more Hellboy. It's good. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. What can I say? I love it. What else can I say? Um, I've been reading some Judge Dredd stuff. Judge Dredd's good. Oh, speaking of Judge Dredd. I watched Dredd, too. I just watched Dredd for the first time. I I have had absolutely zero prior knowledge or never read a book, never don't know much about the whole world, never seen a movie, and you guys kept telling me to watch the new Dredd movie because it was pretty good. It's a good... So uh, when I was working on these poker chips for our listeners, I was watching it at work and... I liked it a lot. It was a fun movie. Do people give that movie crap? Because I thought it was pretty I'm good. I'm sure they probably do give it crap, but I liked it. You know, and I'm sure that part of the reason why I liked it so much is because it was my first, like, yeah. I was, I was t- soaking in this whole society and, like, you know, how it's all one big city and Mega crime. City one yeah. and all this other It stuff. was very cool. He's very cool. I thought the guy that played him did a pretty good job yeah, playing him. Um, I liked the story and the the... The whole conflict that was set up, I thought it was it was pretty well it written. It is definitely better than the older one. 
like by far. It's it's definitely interested me in wanting to read some some of the better dread uh, books. So there's a lot out there. I'll it's, take high. I'll take recommendations, and I'll I'll have yeah. to find some time to check them out. Dread's amazing. He's a cool guy. He does have one of the coolest helmets of all time. That's oh my god! Fun. That's just judges in general, man. Yeah, I mean they all had it, but yeah, him uh, accompanied with that deep Batman esque voice. I need to get the dread. If you have some of the dread clicks and would like to trade them to me, you you should totally do that. I can keep some my my out for him. Yeah, I, I definitely want. The Are dread. they any good? Uh, they're not. Uh, Judge Death is pretty good. Um, I mean, he's not pretty good, but for old standards, they're from Indy. Hmm. Uh, Indy is farther... Where is Indy? How old is it? Oh, man, that's really it, early. It's really old. Uh, the judge... There's one Judge Dredd that's actually pretty decent. Uh, there uh, is 70, 71, and 72. Yeah, uh, 72 should... Yeah, 72 is really good. Um... At least in 2008 keyword is pretty good, too. Um, I think it's... I can't remember what it is, but it helps him out a lot. I think it's plus one damage to a target or something. Hold on. Oh, I, the 2008 uh, team ability? Yeah, team ability, sorry. Uh, this guy has running shot. He has... In cap with 11, with uh, eight range, two bolts. His defense value is... And he has outwit as well. But yeah. He's, eight range outwit. Pretty good. Yeah, we'll have to get a hold of him so you can try yeah. him out. The team ability is at any time during the game, you may declare an opposing team or character as your target. Once the character or team is chosen, it can't be changed. All characters using this team ability get plus one attack when attacking the chosen there team you or go. character. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean... Pretty useful. Is that copyable too? It is copyable. Yeah, it's copyable. Yeah, dude, run him with some uh, with some wild cards. Yeah. He has future and police. He's awesome. I love that dread. For I mean, he's not by today's standards. He's not that great. But as long as you can keep him at range and top click, yeah, he's he's not bad at all. Put put a book of the skull on. Mm-hmm. Keep him top click. Yeah. Uh, the ninety uh, the indie O seventy one one's not too bad either. Ninety two yeah. points with a ten attack. Uh, uh, Judge Death is a crazy piece. Look him up. Uh, he should be. I think he's like ninety. Yeah, Judge Death. There he is. He's ridiculous. Oh, 141 cool. points, yeah. a 11-click long dial. <laughs> He's ridiculously stupid. He has blades for four clicks, and then he goes into hibernation. Yeah, pretty much. He only has 10 defense, but he has imperv, and he has zero <laughs> attack, zero damage with phasing. Me and Scott have made jokes about running him before. Like, I think I'm going to buy him and do it one day. That's so. He's such a weird dial. I don't think I've ever seen a dial so weird in my life. It's because he dies and comes back to life. I know, but it's... Now, the way... The... How does that play? <laughs> no, like, shit, probably, but I'll play. Oh, gosh. I'll keep my... Here, I'll put them on my want list, and I'll keep yeah. an eye you out You give me him. Judge Dredd and Judge Death, and I will be running 20 AD. Like, I want all of them. You got him. Add him on over to Drew's. Send him to Drew. Yeah, seriously. Especially if you don't want them, and they're crappy. And you don't they're they're pretty them. crappy, actually, so... Especially the other uh, Dark Judges or whatever. Have you read any uh, more um, uh, 100 Bullets? Have you had time? Oh, no, but there's Johnny Alpha's. <laughs> Johnny Alpha's not bad. 40 points for TK. 41 yeah. points. Yeah, that's bad. Cool. We gotta get one of those. Yeah, you gotta get, you, you get Johnny Alpha. Hit me up. 
Judge Hershey, 33 points for NCAP. That's not too bad, I guess. Flurry for 43 points. Flurry for 56 points. Anyways, we'll look out later. Well, Um, I am almost done with 100 bullets. God dang it, it's good. Jesus. Oh my gosh. You learn so much about what's going on behind the scenes, and, and then it's its own thing. Like, there's all these characters, and you start, like, small characters that were, like, part of a side story forever ago play huge parts later, oh. and you're like, oh, mother, how did I not see that coming? Like, the, it's extremely well written, man. This is one of my favorite comics I've ever read, for sure. I highly recommend 100 Bullets to anybody who's never read it. Uh, there's about. A little under a hundred issues in it's, the whole thing. It's apparently worth the read, though. It's definitely. I'm on like sixty something now, and and I'm loving it. Um, I've been flying through it at work. Flying through it. I just can't stop. I need to it. get a tablet, man. You do. You gotta get Kindle Fire HD. The naked, the the regular version. You don't need the expensive version. Yeah. Anyways, that's enough for comics. Uh, let's get into the outro. Email us, guys. Dial H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com. Facebook, you can like us and chat with us. Dial H for Hero Clicks. And uh, Twitter is the same, but on Twitter is the number four instead of spelled out for. Um, we get lots of emails. I've been talking to you guys. I was talking to uh, one of our listeners over the weekend, giving him tips on a tournament he had coming up. You guys can contact us at any time just to shoot the shit or yeah, to man. ask for advice or ask. Just curious on opinions. Uh, like I said, give us some ideas for main topics that you want us to talk about in the future. Um, and uh, leave feedback and ask questions. And uh, also, don't forget to enter the dial design contest, which starts tomorrow on Monday. This month was actually pretty damn good for Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be our first one doing team bases. And I there's been some people asking for for us to run team bases. So the, here's your chance. It's going to be Marvel only. And uh, first week, you're just going to submit one of the clicks figures that's on your team base as a switch clicks. So, any questions on that, you can ask me on, contact us on email. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Um, Hopefully with the whole getting back. Yeah, seriously. And uh, it won't just be me and Drew here (laughs) doing our duo attack. Don't lie, you enjoyed it better. I definitely enjoy it. <laughs> we should just kick Austin off. Yeah, I mean, we wait, wait, here we go again. We're not supposed oh, to. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. I love Austin with all yes, my heart. Yeah, Austin's Austin great. is the best. Uh, yeah. We'll see you guys next Bye. week.